Discord itself. It just goes back to my normal microphone, and I sound like a fucking homeless person. Yeah. Well, hey, you know, we don't got to worry about that right now because you sound good and, and you know, we're alive. So. For real? <laughs> you know what's crazy is... Just like that. You know what's crazy is I was recording while we were doing the sound test and I forgot and I looked and I'm like, oh <laughs> shit, we're like 40 seconds in. <laughs> just, leave, just leave it all in. And you know what else we're going to leave in this segue into the intro. Roll it. Good morning. Transcending history and the world, a tale of souls and swords eternally retold. Welcome to the stage of history retold. The mark of my dignity shall scar thy DNA. Welcome back to City Escape featuring Yuji Naka. I'm Adam. <laughs> oh my god. It's been fucking wild. I'm Joe. Hi, Adam. Oh my god. Hi, Oomphy. Really? What the fuck is an Oomphy, by the way? Uh-huh. See what I did there? Classic. <laughs> Classic. Uh, calling it back, ladies and gents. And everyone else in between. You know, I'm yeah. feeling good today. I'm, I'm going into this episode feeling good, feeling refreshed. Uh... So shit's shit's nice. Shit's nice. How how you feeling, Adam? I'm feeling. You know, it, it's really been good. a little weird. I've, I've, been I, a little you know, weird. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that didn't stop us from like playing Left 4 Dead last weekend. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, that was ridiculous. I'm not even gonna hold you. That is genuinely one of the best clips that I think I've ever had. Like ever, because the sequence of everything that happened in that clip is just so good. It's perfect. It's just so good. It's, on, it's the worst possible luck on my favorite fucking Left 4 Dead map. I, I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, man. So, you know, you're feeling good. I'm feeling good. Was your week good at least? You know, honestly, it was it was pretty all right. It was pretty good. Um, since we were not able to record an episode last week, I just kind of took things slow, kind of chilled out and um, made I just uh, I, I made some progress in the new uh, not new fight, but uh, in the latest fight of Final Fantasy 14 with my static. And we're now finally at the last fight. Yeah, baby. Like, I know that does not mean anything to you, but I'm just so excited because last time, um, well, our, our, our static formed in the middle of um, like uh, in, in the middle of patches where Savage fights don't release. So we were really late to it. Now we're making it to the last fight before we, the next uh, patch even comes in, which is. Oh, like I, I, I'm so happy. Like I'm so excited that we've made such good progress so far, and I am really hoping that we can squeeze in a clear of the fight before the patch comes in. And it, I, I think the patch is coming in in January, so we got we got some time to like, you know, to like, yeah, like a month take this seriously. Yeah, about give or take. Um, so I, I, I'm feeling I'm feeling like hella excited and refreshed to go into final fantasy 14 because as much as i like final fantasy 14 there are just times where i 
I kind of like don't want to play the game if that makes sense not that i don't want to hang out with my people because like i love them i love my static i love everyone in that group but like they, you know there are just sometimes where i where like I, I don't really want to play 14 it's just like i'm doing it because i don't want to fuck over everyone else because again at the end of the day this is something that's like a time commitment for all the eight people involved and like i wouldn't want to fuck them over that's that's not that's not nice that's not cool um but clearing uh, P7 and heading into P8, oh, I'm so excited to play Final Fantasy XIV again. I, I I don't know if you can tell from my voice, but I'm just so happy. I'm really excited that we've made it this far so soon into the tier. Um, uh, but other other than that, other than Final Fantasy XIV, um. I have been playing quite a few different games, not any new ones, because, well, uh, I, I, I do not have the funds for that uh, at the moment. I don't have the $60 to drop on a game because I'm broke as shit. But um, I've been playing some uh, this little indie game called Barony. And how do you spell that? It's called B-A-R-O-N-Y. It's like a first person dungeon crawler with roguelike elements so it's like a bunch of different classes that you can choose from you have uh like each class has their own benefits of course and of course you have the uh the race as well your race plays a huge part into your actual gameplay like for example um my personal favorite are vampires and how vampires work is that uh in the game right you have like a you have like a hunger meter and um vampires th- their hunger meter quote unquote is blood which you know very fitting right <laughs> well yeah like the way that you like get all these blood vials to fill your hunger up is you can either cast like a damage over time bleed uh, on your enemy and hope that it drops that way or just randomly killing enemies will sometimes drop it. It's just complete RNG. And uh, that 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 like change of pace compared to like most other races where you need actual food to survive. Uh, it basically means that I'm able to give all the food that I have to my friends, which is pretty huge because it's not like food is hard to come across. Well, Depending on RNG, of course, because this is like <laughs> it, it is a roguelike at the end of the day. That's what they're built around. Um, I, I'm able to give my food to them and it creates less of less friction. Right. Because there are a lot of times where where like a few people are going hungry and everyone's like, do we have food? Or, like, does anyone have food that they can spare? Like, does anyone have anything? And yeah, I, I'm glad that I'm able to be a team player in that sense and just like give all the food out. It's it's like it's it's nice. It's nice. Um, the, my favorite uh, class so far though has definitely been ninja, and ninja is kind of busted. I'm not even gonna lie. Uh, they classify it like the game itself uh, classifies it as a hard like uh, specialization to play. But honestly, it's kind. Of, <laughs> don't don't tell don't tell them I said this, but it's kind of brain dead, right? Like you have you have like a a blade and also some uh, throwing daggers. 
you'd move so fast as a ninja that you're able to like get a swing in and then like uh uh what's what i'm looking for disengage from the enemy or like move away and then throw your daggers at them and then go in for another hit and then move back out and then throw a dagger that it creates like this synergy of like a uh what's ah fuck i forgot the the expression but it's like it's like you come and then go you come and then go you come and then go so so like it it creates like this this flow within your gameplay where it's like oh i'm gonna go hit this dude and then uh back off and then throw a few daggers and then go hit him again and it, it it it's it's a lot of fun it's a lot of fun um Blades uh, or just mo- most blunt weapons in in that game are really good for no reason at all. But at the same time, magic is equally as as good as busted. So I, I appreciate that this game kind of lets you like take this power fantasy of being whatever class or race you picked and like fully live up to it. In a dungeon crawler, it just makes so much sense because you're gradually leveling up your skills. Like you have an appraisal skill that um, determines how fast or how likely you are to appraise an item that you pick up. And it's actually pretty important to appraise the items that you pick up because, uh, for example, there's a necklace of suffocation that exists in the game. (laughs) And you have no way of knowing whether or not it's going to suffocate you unless you appraise it. So, you know, it's pretty pretty important to look at everything that you pick up <laughs> it's not just oh i'm gonna put this on because it's a it's a higher armor or a attack stat and um same goes with like blessed and cursed items uh, some races actually benefit from uh, cursed items and others benefit from blessed items and those that benefit from the cursed or blessed items like as as a whole uh, if they t- if they actually equip the opposite, like if you benefit from a, a blessed item and you put on a cursed item, uh, you actually can't take it off for the rest of the run unless you become or transmog into a different uh, race that would allow you to like take it off. You're basically stuck with it. So it, cre- it-, it creates this sense of uh, caution where... Yes, it is good to pick up a lot of the things that you find, but you also have to read very carefully because it can bring your demise if you don't. Um, but Barony as a whole, 10 out of 10. It is it, it is the indie game that I never thought I would play, but I'm very glad that I did because it's a lot of fun with friends. I will admit it is pretty weak in solo play, but this game is not meant to be played solo. It, it, one of the like main options when you're starting a game is to join and host uh, a multiplayer session. So uh, it, it's, it's, it pretty much pushes you to play multiplayer. Uh, but the multiplayer aspect of the game is a lot of fun. I don't think... I'm going to get sick of this game anytime soon because there's just so many different things that you can do as a character in Barony. Like you can be uh, you can be like a human jester, which jesters are like the joke class of the game. They just have they have basically nothing. Or you can be like an insectoid mechanic or you can be like a bunch of different things. And 
it's it's a lot of fun. It's I I can't recommend it enough. It's very good. I've put in about maybe 20 hours over the last week. So, <laughs> you know, I, I feel like that that says it that 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 speaks volumes at that point. Um cuz it's it's I I don't even know what more to say about the game. It's just so much fun. I totally recommend it. Um please <laughs> I feel bad because um, the only way that we were able to play this game is through Sailing the Seven Seas. And every time that you open up the game, it tells you, please don't pirate the game. Please don't. (laughs) So either like, I don't know why you you gotta, you gotta, you gotta not do that shit right now. Oh, no, I I already said, I already said I'm gonna, yeah, I already said I'm gonna support the game and buy it on Steam like a thousand percent. There's absolutely no doubt in my mind that I'm definitely gonna purchase on Steam. The version of the game that comes with the three extra copies and the soundtrack is on sale for $52. And twenty three cents. Yes, sir. Which is like yes, three dollars more expensive than you know just buying the four pack itself. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I will definitely be buying it, like a thousand percent. I will be supporting them because they they definitely deserve it. They've made a damn good game, and that's pretty much all I have to say on Barony. Um, in other news. Um, I have unfortunately, unfortunately, been in some Destiny uh, two circles, and I've seen some, some, some hee hee ha has. But that's that that's an entirely different can of worms that I'll get into later. Because man, yeah. it's 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 you you would not believe the kind of shit that goes on. It's it, it's like I, I I think I'm pretty deep in those Destiny circles. Like that's I'm pretty uncle. involved with the community, and like. No, I guess it's uh, to me, to me, it sounds weird to say that, like, I am more dedicated to like to to destiny than other people. But that's just because I engage in more conversations. I like see what others have to say about the game. I, you know, I'm in those destiny communities that a lot of people aren't in. So, like, I guess in that way, I am, like, more, quote-unquote, dedicated. I don't really like to say that because, like, it just paints me as, like, some fucking snob that's like, Well, actually, if you don't put in 3,000 hours into the game, then you're a casual. That's most and if you don't clear the rate, like, yeah. I, 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 I hate, I hate, uh... I hate like being <laughs> being lumped into those like in, into that group of people because uh like they're they as I stated on my Twitter, which you can follow me over on twitter.com slash K-A-Z-A-N-E-R-D-I Kazanerdy. As I stated on my Twitter, Destiny players are insufferable. But with that said, that has basically been my week. Adam. Wow. If I if you want me to be entirely honest with you. That has been my week. Like out of some miscellaneous like anime and manga, that has basically been it. So I want to know now, like this very <laughs> moment. Like no, 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 no. Like choo, right choo, now. Like, I needed you to tell me like three choo, minutes ago. Choo. How have you been? Hold on. Do you hear that? Choo, is that, choo. Is that the trains pulling in? The train. Next destination. Hot take city. God of War Ragnarok is so fucking boring. I have heard this opinion floating around. I have, I have never felt like 
I don't want to play it. Really, I don't really, want really, to. I don't. I don't. And I've been trying to get people to play God of War 2018 since it came out. And here I am with a new Me game included. in my lap. Yes, because 2018 was fucking heat. And here I am with a brand new game in my lap. And it is shit. <laughs> it's garbage. <laughs> I mean, listen, I, I I honestly I, did not see this coming. Like I, I know that this. you mentioned this to me. Yeah, when, when you we, mentioned this, it this to past me. weekend we were hanging out. I told you that this game feels like I never left in the worst possible way. Like it picks up where the post credit scene for God of War twenty eighteen left off. Oh, okay. And, so it's like a and direct it feels like I ne- it feels like I never left. But it's like this sucks. Like I don't know. It it there's just something about it. Now you'd think that I of all people would not have a problem with movie games. All right, as I am the 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 fucking lieutenant colonel in the Metal Gear Solid Four Guns of the Patriots Defense Squad. All right. <laughs> What do you mean I have to play a game in the middle of my movie? You know what I mean? But, like, (laughs) I have zero desire to play this. Like, it's sitting on my PS5. I spent $70 on that. And and there's just... I don't want to play it. It's boring. Like, ugh. I don't know what's wrong with it. I, I, I can't... I can't put on like pinpoint what exactly is the problem. It just doesn't feel as intelligently designed as the last one. It feels way more rushed and way worse. Like in the first couple hours of you playing the game, you find this mm-hmm. incredibly elusive figure whose travels and exploits were teased all throughout the last game. This guy's missing. He's impossible to find. And you find him in the first two hours. <laughs> and it's like okay i guess he really wasn't that well hidden you know and it's just like this is not the wind out of the sails like there's some things that are interesting like i like atreus and uh uh sindri's dynamic i think it's really nice you know i like atreus's dynamic with anger boda but like fuck me i have never played a less interesting version of kratos before in my life this guy is such a fucking nothing character now like he's nothing. Why couldn't I spend the whole game playing as Atreus if he's the more interesting protagonist? Holy shit. Like, you know what Kratos is like? Kratos is like what people accuse Jotaro of being. Like, just a nothing <laughs> okay. character. He's nothing. Like, ugh. I don't want to play as Kratos that's, like, worked out his anger issues. That's not interesting, you know? Like, but that's that, that's character growth. But it's just no longer interesting anymore, you know? It's like... Mm. Wow, what a fucking milk toast bland bastard. You know. <laughs> like I don't know. I don't know. I just I haven't gotten enough references to the classic God of War games to be satisfied yet. You know what I've noticed is that a lot of the memes surrounding God of War that have been popping off since Ragnarok came out have had nothing to do with, you know, God of War Ragnarok and have had everything to do with like, you know, evil stupid God of War 3 Zeus. Uh, not God of War three Zeus, but like you know, Zeus. God of War three fucking Kratos, you know. You're Zeus. like Zeus. 
is this how you face me? Like, you know, like that's been a me that's been popping off. And that has nothing to do with fucking God or Ragnarok. That's a decade old meme at this point. You know? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, wow, like this is just not good. It's just not good. I don't, I'm going to try and play it maybe sometime this week and try it again. But uh, it, it's just not good. And I needed a game to play. So I went and I played L.A. Noir. And I'm, I'm working my way through that game. And wow, what a game that is. What a game that is. It's really good. Actually, I think a, a friend of my uncle's was in that game in one of the side missions as one of the actors, which is cool. Oh, okay. Which is cool. You know, I'm like two degrees of separation away from like Rockstar Games, which is fucking sick. <laughs> um, but it, 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 it's, it is the perfect way to live out the modern man's fantasy of being a 1940s private dick, you know. Stop it, babe. You're not a 1940s private investigator. Made it touch. Streets just these streets ain't <laughs> these streets just ain't what they used to be. And that's what it is. Like the like just the 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 music and the fucking you know design of the open world and the design of all the fucking character. Like it's it's great. It's so good. I love this game. Um can't believe I didn't play it sooner. I wanted to play it like years ago when it first released. On the PS3 and 360, but I just never got around to it. And then it got remastered, and I was like, okay, I need to play this. And then it just kind of kept just getting away from me. And it was on sale for 20 bucks on PlayStation, and so I got it. You know, because God of War Ragnarok is just kind of a disappointment. It's kind of a wet towel of a video game, you know. And uh, (laughs) I've been having some fun playing through it, you know. It's really bringing out my detective instincts. I even, like, have, like, a little notebook that I use in real life. You know, when I, I write shit down and I've I, I've so far like passed this game with like five starring every case. Like I'm just I'm a fuck. I'm on that shit. So, yeah, man, Eleanor is great. If you haven't played it, go play it. It's really good. Play it with headphones on. You can really get the full immersive experience. You know, man, that's good. But you know what else I did is I got mm-hmm. around to watching Dragon Ball Super Superhero. Oh, that's the movie that came out recently, right? It came out like in August in the States. Yeah. And, uh, well, it's Dragon Ball. <laughs> it, it is definitely more Listen, Dragon Ball. Uh, That's basically what I've heard. So, it's the yeah. fighting EX layer of Dragon Ball movies. All right. <laughs> that, now, when that I is say way that, too deep of a cut for me. When to I say that, okay, here's, here, let me, here, here's some context for that comment. Okay. In the 90s, the guy who like was like the main guy behind Street Fighter 2 went and founded his own company called Arika. Right. Arika was then contracted to make some Street Fighter spinoff games called Street Fighter EX, and they introduced a bunch of original characters. Like when we were playing Street Fighter Five, and I was using that Ryu skin of the guy with the long gray hair. His name's Kyrie. Yes. He's from Fighting EX Layer, aka Street Fighter EX. Right. And so there were a okay. bunch of Street Fighter EX games, and they're really good. They have incredibly dope soundtracks. Like if you go listen to Guile's theme song from uh, Street Fighter EX, it's incredible. Uh, you might recognize Sakura's theme because Maximilian uses it in all his videos. Um, but they're really, they're like low-key really good. And so Arika, like a couple years ago, decided to make a fighting game that's just the spin-off characters, and that's Fighting EX Lair. And that's essentially what this is. You know, Dragon Ball Super has conditioned me to think that every single Dragon Ball character that is not Goku, Vegeta, Beerus, or Whis is fucking non-essential and worthless. You know what I mean? <laughs> so this is just Jabroni's the movie. You know what I mean? 
and it's it's it you know it's it's just too little too late you know oh we're finally gonna make Gohan the main character well you're like thirty fucking years too late for that you know what I mean yeah, uh, yeah. like all Every, I can no say no one cares anymore <laughs> all I can say is uh fuck y'all niggas I told you guys Gohan Blanco was a thing all right I told you I was on them Spanish language Dragon Ball memes years ago all right and where has that gotten me here okay it's real now. All right, fuck. Gohan Blanco is canon. Gohan Blanco. We're going to be getting Gohan Calvo, El Grande Padre, El Hermano. And the reason why I'm saying it like that is because it's way funnier to say it like that rather than pronouncing it like it's supposed to. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, But like, Jesus Christ, it's Dragon Ball. It was kind of like, honestly, if I'm if I'm being honest, this movie was kind of kind of ass. Like, (laughs) if I'm being honest, like dog, um. What a what a what a way to waste Cell's comeback. But it's not even really Cell's comeback. It's not even Cell. It's a, just a cock tease. <laughs> like here is Cell not Cell minus one. Yeah, this isn't Cell, but we're gonna bill it like it is anyway. I'm like, okay, I guess. Maybe like and there's so. like the worst part about that is that like they make this fake version of Cell the main villain and it they get nothing out of it. There's nothing. No no sort of let's rewind Gohan back to when he fucking defeated Cell and play on that trauma. No, none of that. None of that at all. None of that. Fuck that shit. You want this movie to be interesting? Go fuck yourself. All right. <laughs> what the fuck? Like how is Dragon Ball Fighters doing this shit better than the movie? bruh come on how this shit is stupid like that movie was fucking ass cheeks i can't believe this shit like it is it just to be fair it just be fair like fighters is just good so fighters is just good but i mean like how are they going to take the concept of bringing gohan and cell back together after all these years when the last time they saw each other was when gohan was a teenager and he defeated him how are they going to fuck that up how all right like it doesn't make any sense Fucking like if I'm being honest, right? If I'm being brutally honest, and this is gonna be a brutally honest comment. Dragon Ball as a franchise and as a story has not been good since the Cell Saga ended. Alright. Like the Boo Saga is fine, but in my opinion, it comes nowhere near close to being as good as the three previous sagas, you know, of Z. Nowhere near. It's full of characters who do nothing, transformations and powers that amount to nothing, fucking bullshit. And it it set the template for what Dragon Ball Super ended up being, which is characters that end up doing nothing, powers and transformations that end up doing nothing, and overall a massive waste of time. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That only exists just to make Dragon Ball profitable again. (laughs) you know and this movie is just like hey we we, we've spent the past like what like six plus years not even six plus like eight years no nine because battle of the gods came out in 2013 jeez i feel old um (laughs) like just 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 trying to do some rehabilitation for gohan and piccolo who have really like fallen off hard but it doesn't work it doesn't work because gohan's fate as a character was set all the way back when Goku came back for the fucking tournament in the Buark. Like, it's done. He's gone. He's washed. You know what I mean? There's no getting that back. 
you know. Sure. It's yeah. really upsetting. It's like like Gohan could have been like the Spider-Man of Dragon Ball, where Spider-Man was at his best when he had his job as a teacher and his wife Mary Jane and you know they were teasing that they were going to have a kid and then one more day happened and ruined it. Like Gohan had that moment, you know, except it's when Goku returned. All right. Just completely fucking shoved his character off a cliff, never to be heard from again. Now he's just a fucking pussy, you know, and his wife, who used to be a fighter, is also a pussy and just no. But hey, at least we got some shots of Bulma's ass, right? Isn't that 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 that's what we're all here for, right? We're all just here to look at Bulma's ass. No, (laughs) God damn it. This show used to be emotionally effective. It used to be like great. God, it, like it just—it's just a manifestation of everything I hated about Super. You know what I mean? Fair. Like, Fair. ugh, just pointless transformations and just emotional moments that aren't—that just fall the fuck flat. Like the Dragon Ball anime used to just regularly pump out completely original moments that were just as packed full of emotion as the stuff that was from the manga. Like, remember History of Trunks? Completely original story. Mm-hmm. Bardock, the father of Goku, completely original story. But now it's like, hey, we're going to have to, uh, we're going to have to go back and and retcon Bardock, father of Goku, out of existence to now replace Bardock with this shittier version of Bardock with a slightly different outfit. You know, hey, all that all that <laughs> shit we gave Future Trunks, yeah, we're just gonna you know give him a weird transformation that barely makes any sense, and then. Uh, have him fuck off in a weirdly depressing ending. And Gohan, uh, we could just give him the Gohan Blanco transformation, not explain anything, <laughs> and just let it be. You know. But hey, at least Goku and Vegeta show up for like two minutes, and Broly's there. Hey, isn't that cool? Isn't that gonna sell some tickets? Isn't that gonna put some butts in seats? Alright. I I just don't understand, man. I'm I'm fully tapped out of Dragon Ball at this point. I go back to Dragon Ball just to re-experience Z and original Dragon Ball and occasionally a little bit of GT, but nothing from Super. Like, it, be honest with yourself. If you're going to re-watch something from Dragon Ball, it's not going to be Super. Not, yeah, be not real Super. Here. No. You're going to be like, let me go back and re-watch the fucking Saiyan saga. Like, it's all everything from the King Piccolo saga and the original Dragon Ball all the way to the fucking, uh, fucking Cell saga is just perfect. And everything else besides that is just not not great. As a Dragon Ball GT defender, I can confidently say I would rather watch that than this. <laughs> At least in GT, Goten had some personality. He does not have any personality. That's true. And That's Goku true. should have nutted on the sheets. Quite literally a, a waste of space of a character. Does nothing in this movie. Like, the, like I called this Jabronis the movie. But, like, it is. Like, fucking, like, Android 18 and Krillin and, you know, they show up and it's like, hey, did you forget about us? Yes, I did. Fucking Toriyama certainly did. Matter of fact. Yeah, like, you guys are doing, you guys have done nothing. For for 30 years, you've been doing nothing. Why why should I care? You know, I shouldn't. And honestly, (laughs) I kind of don't anymore at this point. Dragon Ball should just end. It should be over. You know, done. End of Z happened. GT happened. Just put it to bed. All right. Fuck. But because of that, I went back and yeah. I, I played a little bit of, you know, 
Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, and that game is still Kakarot, pretty mid. Yeah. Game is still a little pretty mid, but you know, it's 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 sure. the best story that DBZ's ever produced because it's just a run back of all the good stuff, you know. The same story <laughs> that I played like fucking twenty fucking times on the PS2. They released a fucking butt fuck load of games on there, you know. Jeez. <laughs> Dragon Ball is just a disappointment of a franchise at this point. I just don't care anymore. I just don't care. Unless it's going to go back, unless I'm going back to revisit the glory days. I don't even trust what people say about the manga no more because that's just not interesting. Can't believe I yeah, watched I... two of my favorite anime franchises, Dragon Ball and Boruto and uh, Naruto, just completely crash and burn in real time. Can't believe I watched that happen. Ugh. Disgusting. I have a few friends that like actually keep up with the Dragon Ball Super manga, and I just ask them like, "How do you not lose interest? <laughs> it's like, how do you? Well, why do you still care?" <laughs> uh, I don't know why they do care. You want to know what the worst part about this shit is? Like the part that I just remember that like fucked me up the worst. Mm-hmm. How is how is there a part in this movie where Vegeta has to explain to Goku what meditation is? Doesn't that seem like it should be the other way around? What? What? <laughs> yeah, this man Vegeta is sitting on a rock meditating, and Goku's like, "Hey, Vegeta, uh, you're being lazy. What are you doing?" And he's like, "Kakarot, I'm meditating in order to, you know, have battle focus." And it's like, isn't isn't that the isn't that what Goku does? Like, is that his whole thing? Is that he's like calm in the face of battle? N- not in Dragon Ball Super. Nope. Jesus Christ! Like, yeah. like you know what you know what happened to Dragon Ball? Dragon Ball ended up the way people said the Persona 4 characters did. Where it's like, oh, they're all just flanderized versions of themselves. No, that's Dragon Ball. Nigga, go over to Dragon Ball. Are you going to see character (laughs) assassination on the highest tier? Go look at Dragon Ball. And I say this while I have a Dragon Ball Super poster literally right next to me. But it's like, like it's it's got fucking Beerus, Whis, Goten, Trunks, Piccolo, Vegeta, Goku. And it's like, okay, you know, I'm a fan of Dragon Ball, but like, fuck, bro. Can y'all just like start being good again? No, it's not going to be good until they actually pull the trigger on making Gohan the main character and bringing Cell back. Okay, that's what like like. Please validate my theory that Cell is stronger than everyone that they faced so far. Please, because I'm because <laughs> it's right. Like I don't know. Like, like, this movie just has so many good ideas that it just fucking just drops. Oh hey, we're making Android Twenty One canon now, and we're giving Android Sixteen a name. Great, that's cool. And then we're going to make his grandson, uh, the grandson of Dr. Dro, a fucking idiot who's supposed to be a super genius, but can't realize that he's getting the most shallow possible manipulation in order to work for the villains. Like, holy shit. Just so we can get a cool scene where Piccolo FaceTimes Bulma while he's inside of fucking Wakanda or whatever. Ooh, wow. Bulma ass. Did we mention that we gave Bulma a fucking fat ass? Did we mention that? Juicy. Oh, that's really gonna pop Twitter, isn't it? <laughs> like, I mean, if that is what they were going for, it fucking failed. I've not heard about anything <laughs> regarding it, that. It was two days where where it was Bulma's ass posting, and then it was just the meme immediately died because that's the only <laughs> substance that Dragon Ball Super superhero had to provide. All right, right. <laughs> I cannot believe how bad that movie was. Like, it's surprising. How bad it was. How much I hated that movie. Like I, I, I it, 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 like it's surprising to me just how fucking much I hated it. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's 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 sad just seeing the eulogy for Dragon Ball this late. Like it's I don't I don't think Dragon Ball is ever going to be good again, dude. No, it's 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 pretty much in the ground at this point. Like they're just they're just milking it. Which is crazy because like it is still hella popular, especially like in in pop culture. Dragon Ball is like a fucking pillar, but looking at how the how it's been handled is kind of it's kind of sad. You know, as long as uh, Toei uh, makes their fucking money, I guess. But hey, I if you want to know about that or anything else that I've been doing, you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. You know, if Twitter survives, uh, you know, <laughs> at Young Dende. That is Y V N G D N D E. Young Dende. That is Y V N G D E N D E. Young Dende. Christ, that was really depressing. <laughs> well, you know what else is depressing is watching Elon Musk destroy the best and worst social media platform in real time. That was real fun yesterday. Uh, yesterday, yeah, it was yesterday. yesterday yeah, was what they, yeah, that was yesterday. Yeah, man. So, uh, quick recap for the folks at home. All right, essentially, Elon Cuck. All right, bought Twitter like two weeks ago and started implementing a bunch of stupid ass changes that he immediately had to roll back, such as blue check marks. For Twitter blue users, which is the worst possible idea he could have had. All right. I have no idea how that made it out of like the fucking meeting, if he even held one for that. But because Elon Musk is fucking stupid. Um, (laughs) And then his brightest idea was to fire half the people who worked at Twitter, which like immediately, which is, you know, grounds for a lawsuit because Twitter is based in California and uh, you can't fire someone without 60 days notice in California, you know. Um, he fired someone who was so important that, uh, that, that people lost access to the building. I think 50 people were stuck inside the building and then everyone else couldn't get in, uh, which meant, which everyone thought that meant Twitter was going to die because no one was going to be able to take care of it. He also locked everybody out until Monday, you know, uh, because he sent, he sent the people an email that said, Hey, are you in for the hardcore Twitter 16 hour days? He's going to have everybody working under video game crunch conditions. For a better Twitter. For a social media platform. For a social media platform that is the fucking social media equivalent of Moss Eisley Spaceport. You will never find a more <laughs> wretched hive of scum and villainy. Like, Twitter sucks, but, like, I like Twitter. And so everybody thought last night that Twitter was going to die. That it was the end for Twitter. All right. And I was kind of hoping it wasn't because, you know, I like using Twitter. You know, even though it's awful, it's like the worst. It's the worst (laughs) social media platform because it absorbed all of the shitty ass people that were on Tumblr when Tumblr banned porn. And they came to Twitter and they came to Reddit and ruined those places. Okay, But, you know, that's besides the point. That's a talk. That's a discussion for another day. All right. But like Twitter is a platform that like put free speech in the hands of the people. All right. Mm -hmm. Like. Who do you think ruled cancel culture? Chronically online, neurodivergent, queer teenagers. All right. (laughs) Specifically. Specifically them. (laughs) Specifically the refugees of the Tumblr exodus and shitheads like me, okay? We ruled (laughs) the fucking world on Twitter. And no, I'm not a chronically online, neurodivergent, queer teenager. I'm literally... Anymore... 
I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, yo, yo, <laughs> that, that silence. My bad. I didn't, I didn't mean it, bro. <laughs> I'm staring daggers at my screen right now. I'm fighting the urge to buy a plane ticket just to find you and fucking suplex you <laughs> for making that comment. Okay. Jesus Christ. I can't. I can't. I can't. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, I just. I've just. never dropped a smile and looked at my screen <laughs> so fast. It was like, you were like, not anymore. I was like, <laughs> anyways, funny, funny jokes aside, right? Twitter is a platform that is filled to bursting with, you know, idiots, Republicans, which are also the same thing. Um, yeah, basically the same thing. Yeah. False information and child pornography. Okay. And for all of its faults, for all of its faults, Twitter was still a place where, you know, the fucking, I guess like 22nd or whatever largest collective of people on the internet got together and got to have an immensely disproportionate social influence. All right. And to watch some fucking billionaire cunt come along because he's chronically online, stuck in 2011 with his fucking shitty ass impact font memes. All right. (laughs) To watch some chronically online stupid billionaire idiot come along and fucking ruin it. You know what I mean? Just 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 for literally no reason. All right. Is crazy. I hope this platform tanks. I hope Elon loses billions of dollars and I hope he has to sell. Okay. You know why? Because Elon Musk is a stupid cunt. All right. And you know who else is a stupid cunt? Every woman who decided to fucking fuck him. But at least they were smart enough to end up leaving. That guy's a fucking worthless bastard. All right. And we joked around like two podcasts ago about how funny it would be if someone fucking murdered Elon Musk. And I hold that opinion very well. I think he's a literal waste of space and is a waste of forty four billion dollars and deserves the death penalty. Okay, (laughs) I'm not going to disagree with any of these statements, by the way, I completely endorse. But like like (laughs) it is it is quite literally damaging the public ability to have free speech like love Twitter or hate Twitter, which you should certainly hate it. Uh, it, 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 at the very least, performed a public good. Facebook are very well known to be censoring information, and, aka, you know, aka fucking Meta or whatever their dumb fucking name is. All right. Which includes Instagram. WhatsApp is exclusively used by immigrants to pirate, to, 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 you know, push misinformation in your WhatsApp group. All right. <laughs> WeChat is like, you know, what is this? Sorry, uh, it's like you you were you were discussing Elon Musk and I just What a cunt. Like Elon Musk is a like a Republican, okay? Like he tried to say no, I'm an independent he's just a Republican, okay? He just no, a, he, he's, just, he's just too much of a pussy to admit that he's a Republican, okay? You yeah. know, Elon, the difference between you and me is that people actually like me for who I am. Literally nobody likes you. Like, do you realize that? Did you see that Onion article, Joe, that was like, please like me? And it was like a fake written by Elon <laughs> yeah. Musk. I read that. It was so fucking funny. Listen, nobody likes Elon Musk except for weird people who don't shower. All right. And listen, I took a shower this morning. I took a shower this morning. All right. I use baby wipes. All right. So trust me when I say my ass does not fucking smell like dog shit. All right. (laughs) No swamp ass coming from me. No, sir. I thank God it's November, but, you know, it's already snowing and I want to die. All right. But that swamp (laughs) ass was fierce. 
But you know what I mean. That's all swamp ass comments aside, right? Like, holy shit, this guy is just fucking everything up. I've never seen a worse social media takeover. I've never seen, excuse me, one that's worse. Never seen it. What do you think? What's crazy is that, like, as as soon as he took the mantle, you immediately notice it was like like that, like 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 the like the flip of a coin. It was just immediately noticeable that Elon Musk took over because n- never have I ever ever seen people discuss Elon Musk like on my timeline until he started uh, like until like the, t- the takeover happened. It was at that point that I realized. Oh, this is not gonna go well. This is not gonna go well because it's not like I have everything Elon Musk like muted. I did end up blocking him like after he took over Twitter because he was just making the most brain dead comments that I could like ever hear in my entire life. Um, but I I, I just don't want to see any, any of that shit. Uh, but like as soon as I saw people start like actually discussing everything and seeing all the actions that he has taken since then. It has been two weeks, and the so and Twitter has already become a worse experience for literally everybody. It have you seen? Did you see that one? Uh, that one tweet. I uh, forgive me for not knowing the name, but it was like some insulin uh, company that lost like a, a bunch of money in their stock. Eli Lilly. Good, by the way, Eli Lilly. Uh, Eli Lilly. Insulin should be free. It should not cost. Yes. Of dollars. Why is insulin dollars. fucking but, cost money? Why do feminine fucking necessity products cost money? Why? Why does, why does, why does, why does, why does essential items for your baby, like diapers and formula cost money? Yeah, uh, same same as feminine hygiene products, but that is neither here nor there. Uh, it's uh, it's become so easy to spread misinformation because of Twitter Blue, and he said that he's going to start regulating it and that he's going to start uh, like putting the hammer down. But if you if you're asking me, I I have not noticed. I any time that I see. Uh, like the verified check mark, I always just assume Gotta unless click. it's someone that I already follow, I just assume that it's Twitter blue because like, uh, man, I I always check. I just can't to make believe sure. that like <laughs> who who let this motherfucker take the throne, man? Like I, dog, you know what's the as worst much as I thing? hate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This nigga was like, we're gonna we're gonna let blue checks be paid to get rid of the lores and peasant system. And it's the same shit as it always was. Silence blue check mark. Silence super follower. Anyways, keep going. Yeah. (laughs) Oh man, I'm so glad to see them getting ratioed in the replies. Now, I mean if if I were to give my opinion on like this whole thing. I hate but love Twitter at the same time. I hate that everything uh, everything that Twitter stands for, but I also love Twitter because it's like the only so, uh, social media that I use that I can like it, it's the only social media outside of Discord if you can even consider Discord a social media that I enjoy using because it gives me easy ways to communicate with other people. It gives me access to all of these different communities on Twitter. And that is, yeah, I read it does say does serve the same purpose, but it, it's nowhere near the same. Uh, and it, it's, 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 it's just so much different. Twitter is so unique in that way. And 
it kind of hurts to like see the only social media that I actually enjoy using, uh, like taking a nosedive, but I'm also like, uh, smoking that Elon pack, man. I'm not even going to hold you, (laughs) but, uh, it, it just kind of sucks. This, this entire situation just kind of sucks. Yeah. Fuck Elon Musk, dude. Fuck him. Suck the cheese from under my nuts. I will not shower for three weeks just to have him lick that, lick that fucking nasty shit from under my balls. Fuck you, Elon Musk. Like, Fuck here's you. the thing. Fuck everything see, that you stand for. See, I would call Elon Musk a massive pussy, okay? But they do, but but I actually like pussy. All right, I would call him an <laughs> asshole, but you know, sometimes I'm known to enjoy assholes. I would call him a dick, but there are people in this world who go crazy for dicks. You know what Elon Musk is like? Elon Musk is like a foot, because only freaks like him. All right. <laughs> Holy shit, who is that? Yuji Naka. Is that, is that fucking Yuji Naka? The creator or one of the co-creators of Sonic? Ain't no way. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Do you hear that, Adam? What's up? That's the sound of bars being slammed because this motherfucker just got arrested. Do you know what for? I purposely, I purposefully chose not to, uh, not to look at it just so I could save the surprise for the podcast. Why did he get um I I have actually looked and I haven't been been able to find anything. Um, ah, from what found I understand it. it was like it was um it was something to do with like an inside trading like insider like trading, yes. Yeah, yeah, like, there was something regarding that, but I didn't like I didn't hear exactly okay. what it is that happened. I got up an article from The Verge right now. I'm going to skip straight to the good stuff. Okay. <laughs> the scandal centers around former Square Enix employee Taisuke Sasaki, who obtained information that the Dragon Quest Tact mobile game was being jointly created by game developers Square Enix and Aiming. Sasaki and another ex-Square Enix employee, Fumiai, excuse me, Fumiaki Suzuki, allegedly purchased 162,000 shares in Aiming between December 2019 and February 2020 for approximately 400 excuse me, 47.2 million yen, approximately $336,760, prior to the project's public announcement on February 5th. Naka was allegedly aware of the aiming deal and bought 10,000 shares for about 2.8 million yen, around $20,000, before it was publicly announced. Naka worked with Square Enix on the Balan Wonderworld game between 2018 and 2021, all three men have now been arrested on charges of insider trading. Okay. <laughs> I, I, uh, okay. That's good. That's good. Okay. That's better than I thought it was going to be. All right. I thought we were going to have a fucking Rurouni Kenshin moment. All right. So, so you, you, you said like, you said 20,000, right? For uh, 20,000, like a... 20,000 USD. Yeah. Okay. So like, still illegal. Wait, that's, that's still kind of funny though. Like if you think about it, he like, uh, 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 well, assuming that like this this man was well, assuming like the maximum profit, right? That's like fifty k, right? But like even at the worst, imagine imagine for like five, it would be like five thousand. I don't know how inside trading works. I don't know what the fuck like insider trading is like. Essentially, uh, you know the value of a stock is about to go up, so you buy the val- buy the stock. You know what I mean? 
say you can make a profit. Mm-hmm. That's essentially what it means. It means that like the, the stock going up <laughs> or something that's going to make the stock go up hasn't been publicly announced yet. So you buy before the stock's been publicly announced. It's like uh, back when oh, COVID okay, hit okay. and all those centers yeah. got caught trading, uh, like insider trading. It's because they knew that like the economy was about to get locked down. So they sold all their stocks so they wouldn't lose any money. Oh, right? okay, okay, that's okay. what it is. It's essentially okay. knowing something and making a, a business decision before that business decision has the ability to negatively affect whatever you're you know, buying or selling. Well, so there we go. Not, well, Yuji Naka got today. caught for like the fucking most cheapo amount of money. Like <laughs> 20, 20k, um, I, I was hoping it'd be somewhere in the tens of millions, you know what I mean? Right, yeah, because if you're gonna if you're gonna ball out like that, go like, big or go home for, for 20k. Exactly. That's bit that's, that's chump change, nigga. In the world of business, <laughs> this guy's the co-creator of Sonic, he's got fucking billions of dollars, millions of dollars in yen, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, what are you on, bro? So I mean, <laughs> hey, I, I I really did think like I saw Yuji Naka arrested. I was like, oh, this dude was this dude jacking off the kids, man. Like uh, I had that scare. Yeah. All right? At least it isn't that bad. At least, yeah. Hey, at least he's just a greedy capitalist. You know, it's not not as bad as being a you know a child fucker. You know. Yeah. Jesus. I mean, don't get me wrong. Both are bad, but like you know. I would much rather the world evil. be full of greedy capitalists than be full of kid fuckers. Okay, like hey, it's not. almost like we're living in that world right now. <laughs> yeah, we're living in a world full of full of both. <laughs> All the greedy capitalists are kid fuckers. I Boy, can't howdy. wait to assassinate the rich. I mean, uh, <laughs> uh, 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 uh. <laughs> I can't wait to overtake. Ah. I'm not, uh, sorry, sorry, uh, sorry. Uh, it's like just no you get like the here. you get like the the Black Ops like flash of all the information. It's just Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like it's it's literally that clip of of like uh, the Sonic CD intro. You know where instead of playing Sonic Boom, it's like, did you know at the time of the Las Vegas massacre, like that? You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I've so, seen it, I've seen it. so yeah, it's 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 like that. But Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh well I mean uh, it, it's Yuji Naka uh, that man that man kind of fell off like yeah. 10 years ago nobody so played Balan Wonderworld right, yeah nobody. it is what it is all the <laughs> all the best you know game creators from like 20 years ago are doing nothing right now okay just look what happened to fucking KG and Afune alright he didn't go down yeah, for yeah. instead of trading he just made shitty games Right. <laughs> fuck what the fuck is mighty number nine okay nobody plays just fire you just, you just don't get it man you just don't get it oh man so you mentioned earlier some destiny 2 drama lay it on me what's going on yes oh man i need to like get away from from this game Yes, I need to. I need to I like, know. do something to like get the fuck away from this game. No, but like it's bad, man. It, it is bad. So over the course of the last maybe two and a half weeks, um, a lot has happened in the Destiny community regarding some pretty. I, I want to say like big, but like you just have to be in the know to know who a lot of these people are. Um. And it turns out that a lot of these, a lot of people in these circles, uh, were just straight up outed as pedophiles. Like I, I, oh. I, I think I counted seven, seven people in the Ouch. last like two and a half weeks were just like completely outed as pedophiles. 
and yeah, <laughs> I'm just I'm just gonna let that statement like sit there for a second. Oh. Seven in the last two and a half weeks. Destiny having a bit of a smash moment right now, <laughs> uh, dude. Smash Smash could not compare. Dude. Um, I don't even think Smash had seven. I think Smash had like four. Like it, it was yeah, like in the yeah. Dude, we should not laugh at this. This is yeah. Right. This is not something to be joking about. Child but like, also at the same time, like, what the fuck are you gonna do but laugh about it? Yeah, right. I'm trying to find this one screenshot of one of the dudes, but um, <laughs> I shit you not. I shit you not. This guy, uh, like, when he got when he got caught. His reaction was, well, it was bound to happen. GG, I guess. What? I guess. Yo, getting arrested for child porn. It's just GG, no re. No, no re, bro. I fucking wish I was making that. Oh, that's bad. That's bad. Hang on, hang on. Yo, let me see if I can find. I'm really trying to find it. Scientifically proven that destiny like makes you into a child predator. (laughs) Yeah. So um, what's happening to me? Yo, it's literally that's. Oh yeah, (laughs) niggas are playing destiny, and then they see a school bus pass outside. Just then, something just snapped. Something inside of me. me. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't count. Yo. Oh, my God. Oh, man. This is so fucking awful to hear about. (laughs) Jesus Christ. And, uh, okay, this is not, this is not exactly it, but this is the same dude that said, like, the, that made the GG, I guess, comment. Uh, This was one of his uh, Twitch titles, like, one of his stream titles. So, I feel like, you, you want to? Band. I definitely will not be. Stream title is I Love Little Girls 13, 16, 14. It's not even in the right order. Hit my line. Playing Overwatch? Oh, who would have known? Overwatch, yeah. Who'da, who'da, who'da I feel like I feel like Who'd have thought? I feel like that should tell you. Like playing Overwatch yeah, 2. Right. And like, the thing is, the thing is that even we even with this uh like Overwatch 2, you can tell that it's it, it's recent. This is not something that just like just randomly occurred, just a funny little coinky dink. No, this was this was very recent. This guy is a, like an actual pedophile. He's a fucking And not only weirdo. is he a pedophile, but he also can't count. So, you know, what's for us? <laughs> yeah, he's um, GG no read. Uh, yeah. There, there's also this other dude that, like, I am not, I didn't, like, follow a lot, but uh, I just kind of, like, knew of him because, like, he made some Destiny content that would pop up on my YouTube that I would then immediately uh, click not interested on. Yeah. Uh, his name was Glow. And <laughs> I think, I think I mentioned to you that, I think, I think I mentioned this to you in passing, but, um, this guy made like an entire thread on why this other dude that was added as a pedophile should be excused because he has autism. Wow, dude. I didn't realize that being on the spectrum means you want to be in a child. Right. Like, you know, I guess I guess because of the fact that you have autism, you are now immediately wanting to touch uh little children, right? That 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 that's how that works. Not that is totally not an attempt to again demonize 
uh, autism because that isn't already done enough. Am I right? Um, and and then everyone, of course, just fucking laughed at him, and then he eventually deactivated and like ran off. So I don't, I don't, I don't think that he that that guy himself was a weirdo. But like, I mean, actually, that's not true. He is a weirdo because he's defending uh, pedos. But you know, I don't think that he did anything to uh, to the children, which is I, I, that's at least something. Consuming uh, child porn is already doing something to a child all right like i that is in my mind there is no division okay if you are consuming the exploitation of a child you are just as guilty as the person who is raping that child okay i totally agree yeah that's fair that's so oh he may not have shoved his fingers inside of a 12 year old all right but he might as well have so (laughs) yeah no i i i agree with you on that it was just like poor phrasing on my part Um, no that's all good but yeah, there's also this other dude uh, that his 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 name is Ivan. With a name like Ivan, I already know that you're a fucking freak of nature, man. I, I'm not saying that I've ever met anyone that is sane with the name Ivan. Um, just recently, uh, there was like a big band wave in Destiny Two that went out, and um, one of the people that made the very famous D2Gunsmith.com website. Um, got banned like they got they got they got hit in the crossfire basically and he basically uh, came out and said yeah i'm not gonna develop the site anymore i'm not gonna maintain it i'm just gonna let it be how it is and that's the end of it and a bunch of people came out and said no like don't don't just give it up at least let someone else run it or you know like because it is a genuinely good resource it is one that i use a lot because D2 Gunsmith allows you to like look at every perk on on a given weapon and like quote unquote build the the gun that you want to see. Um, so it it is a very good resource. But one of the people, uh, oh sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, he ended up deciding that he was gonna bring it back and give it to a bunch of other people. And one of those people was Ivan. Now Ivan has been known to uh, be be a, a not a great person to be around. Um, he conti- he has conti- been known to continuously play with people that have been outed as pedos or just like uh, like groomers or any anything of that sort. So the fact that you're surrounding yourself with those people does not give you or anyone. Uh, that does the same thing a good look uh (laughs) he also made a similar statement about the like the previous guy where he said oh well he has autism so um he he defended that same dude his name is pippin and uh it's this entire situation has just really it's it's really enlightened me to like how weird the destiny community is because i've just never thought i i i don't know i've just never thought about it because it's not i i don't know these people i don't care to know these people i just look at what they say see what see what they have to share about the game but now this is this is kind of make, making me reconsider if i even want to engage in these circles at all because um there's always some controversy like 
uh, of someone being racist or someone being sexist or someone being homophobic. It's always some shit gamers going being on. Racist? And these de- basically capital G gamers being gamers. Yes, that <laughs> that is basically the inner depths of the Destiny Two community. And by the way, can you <laughs> try not to laugh when you hear this? But uh, can you believe that Destiny Two has a speedrunning community? <laughs> How the fuck does Imagine that work? Imagine speed. <laughs> I I know, right? Can you like? Can you imagine to, like having a conversation you... with someone and them asking you, "Hey, what do you do for fun?" Oh, I speedrun Destiny too. <laughs> like, ah, you get no bitches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. My bad. I shouldn't make those assumptions because uh, those people are not communicating with others at all. Do not so, go you know? outside. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, they, How am I going to talk to one? No. <laughs> on what? On fucking Discord? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, on Discord with all the fucking how am I gonna, children that they're plus, grooming. How am I going to fucking communicate with them if they're too busy talking to their fucking Discord kittens? Or, you know? <laughs> You've been a very naughty uh, kid today. Yeah. You're making daddy yeah. very angry. Dude, I wish I found the screenshot <laughs> because this I, the, the the scrub dude he made he made a comment of something that you you can censor this out if you want because it is kind of gross. I'm gonna. But he said he said I'm gonna be fucking my flashlight and pretend it's your little pussy. <laughs> like, oh, how can you say something that like is, that? That's that's that is literally worse than the fucking Adam is, Levine. Reading horny DMs when you're completely normal is already a bad experience. But like Ugh, reading yeah. pedophilia horny DMs when you're completely normal is like even worse. <laughs> That's bad. Ugh. Jesus. Yeah. It is worse a than bunch of yeah, it's literally that guy at a minor. Your body looks so intense or whatever the fuck out of the Fuck, I may need to see the booty. <laughs> I may need to see the booty. That is such a <laughs> that, that, that is my favorite fucking DM that I said in that entire thing, man. You know, I, I heard from my girlfriend that like she uh, isn't he like engaged or something, or I that think he has a, a he has a wife. I think he's in a like a like a like a, I think he's married. Pretty sure. Like I, I didn't know that much. I thought that was just like people, people exposing him for like you know, fucking no, no, no game at all. But you know, that, I guess that makes it even worse. Oh well, uh, hey, when your fucking fan base is primarily forty year old women whose pussies barely work, you know what I mean? <laughs> I found that out when the goddamn uh, uh, Adam Levine fan on stage controversy happened, dude. And all the people the who were fan mad. on stage. Yeah, when the fan came on stage and he was like, "Hey, get the fuck out of here! What are you doing?" And then like the, the the video that went viral was some fucking woman who was like, "This is what happens when you disrespect your fans." Like, shut the fuck up, woman. Your husband's oh, not going to oh. touch you. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I yeah, I got you now. I got you now. What you know, Adam you. Levine and that woman's husband have in common? They don't want to touch her. Okay, <laughs> but like seriously, that's that that is hilarious. I I it is not funny to laugh at you know kids being exploited, but man, it is really funny to laugh at Destiny players. So I will take this excuse. Jesus, I would Lord. love to beat the shit out of a pedal. I don't know about you, man. I wonder. I, I wonder what this to. what this what the inside of this. Skin uh, alive. I wonder what this uh, scrub guy's brain looks like, but I've got a brick right outside my house that I can use. You think he has a brain, brother? I got a brick outside my house. I can use to take a look, see if he's even got one, you know. 
<laughs> You're so real for that. I, I got another one in the trunk if you need a. I got a backup for it. I wonder what the, what what it looks like under this guy's nails. I might as well use some uh, some forks to lift his fingernails. <laughs> off. Yeah. Fucking CIA levels of torture. Just some people. Man, what I wouldn't do to beat the fuck out of these guys. <laughs> yeah, right. No, but uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's just it, it genuinely is surprising to me, like that this entire thing happened because now I'm not I'm not so not so much at the fact that like these people got outed for being pedos because like Twitter is just full of of groomers and fucking. People that should not be on Twitter, which I it, it is an entirely different topic. I I I don't know how you feel about like kids having access to the internet. I absolutely I worry for the next old. generation. I was thirteen years old on Twitter.com. Okay, sure, but thirteen years old when the internet, like Nigga, when you had access to the internet, compared to that now, you were not in school on R okay, slash okay, Watch okay. People Die. All right. Okay. But <laughs> okay. okay. I, I don't even got a rebuttal to that. Like you, you, you have to hold that L. We were in class in class watching a video of a guy get crushed by an elephant because you were showing us. Like <laughs> the thing is, the, the funny thing about that is, like, I've, I'm actually like hella squeamish. At, at least now, and, I'm like and hella yet, squeamish. And bro. yet, you were the live leak merchant. Okay. <laughs> hey, it's not my fault when Reddit made it so easily available to like watch. <laughs> what do you mean? Die. You are showing the whole group. <laughs> no, I'm. I'm just saying. Like, it, it's 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 kind of easy to like find this kind of content online, and it's also very easy to find uh, CP on Twitter, which like again brings me back to like the. The, the point I was trying to make is that I'm 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 scared for this next generation and like their awareness and the, uh, like the intellect that they need to like actually browse through the internet and like stay safe about it. Well, millennials didn't uh, have it. Well, well, hey, listen, you know when when this next generation is coming up with their fucking hands in their mouths, dripping fucking you know spit everywhere, watching Coco Melon. No, I'm more worried that they're gonna be all fucking brain dead. You know, <laughs> do, 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 do. did I tell you that like I was like ridiculously high once and I was like me and my brother were just watching Netflix and we just watched like a whole episode of Coco Melon an like, episode wait they have episodes they're an what? hour <laughs> an hour a piece is Coco Melon bro <laughs> and you willingly watch an we, episode I was of sitting Coco there, Melon I was sitting there eyes red as fucking tomatoes just watching this episode of Coco Melon, just taking the piss. All right, Coco Melon featuring time travel. All right, <laughs> like it was so fucking funny. Like if you just watch it out of context, like it's an it's incredibly hilarious. But yeah, I'm oh I'm not worried about them at all. I'm just worried that you know their brains are going to be non-functional by the time they turn six years old because you know everybody's a fucking tablet kid these days. You know, yeah. gotta have the TV on, the tablet on, the phone on, and I gotta be eating a snack. You know what I mean? That's the kind of people we're looking at here. Yeah, they their attention spans are like mine is already pretty bad. I'm not even gonna dog. Lie. I was a baby I, I, watching Spider Man on repeat. Okay, 
a two hour <laughs> long movie as a two year old watching it on repeat. All right. So trust me when I say that I have the most reason to be concerned because I had an extra long attention span as a kid. My attention span is pretty long. You know, I just have to have a like music playing so I can drown out my dark thoughts. You know? Brother, brother, I think I got some news for you. <laughs> no, it's just, you know, I, I have to, like, if I'm not playing a video game, I got to be listening to a podcast. If I'm driving on the road, I got to be listening to a podcast for some music. Because if, if you know, okay, the yeah. if, if there's nothing playing and if I'm not consuming some information, I'm going to start, you know, thinking some things like, wouldn't it be nice if you <laughs> put a pistol in your mouth and shot it? Like, no, get out of my, get out of here. Get out of my head. Get out of my head. Yes. (laughs) I I, I get you, though. I don't, I don't understand people that can sit in, like, complete silence. Those people murder people. (laughs) You like Huey Lewis in the news? Like, they uh, kill people. (laughs) They kill people. Holy fuck. Holy shit. Did you just make a funny reference, Adam? Listen, listen, I don't want to fucking hear it. Okay. I was on that American Psycho literally me train. You want to know how on it I was? In my speech class, in my junior year of high school, in my, no, my senior year of high school, no, junior year, uh, my teacher asked us to give a monologue. And I asked him if I could do the Huey Lewis and the news bit for American Psycho. And he said, I want people in this class to like you. And I said, okay, I won't. <laughs> and that was years ago. Yeah. All right. And and then I ended up doing the Joker monologue from Killing Joke, which I think had the same effect. So uh, you know what? Uh, I, <laughs> trust me. Trust me. I was a fucking literally me edgelord at one point. Okay. So trust me when I say I, I know. All right. I've been there. I am oh, quite, yeah. I have quite literally been on the cutting edge of every single trend like ever. Okay. So. I'm I'm literally a, a a a a like the 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 god of hipsters. Okay, they want to be me. <laughs> they wish they could have my legit credentials, but I I have these creds. I've got my stripes. All right, god damn it! I was putting people on Marvel versus Capcom, nigga. All right, I don't know how fucking in the shit I was. All right, all you wanted to do is take them for a ride. You know, like. <laughs> Fuck me. We got we got to this point, you know, talking about Destiny completely, fans. yeah, completely sidetracked. Touching children. So look at that. Look yeah. At um I wish I wish you all a very please kill yourself. Like Or um, I'll do it if, for if you. If you don't want to do it, yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> if you don't want to do it, I will. You know, just hit me up, hit my line. I I, I don't care. It's fucking off yourself no one wants you on this planet i promise even if you got a cat i promise you that cat is gonna be smoking that pack pissing on your grave because fuck you and i think that's all i gotta say on that so yeah uh i i hate destiny is basically what i want to (laughs) say i had this thought yesterday that I just remembered right before we went on the air. Uh, this has nothing to do with like any news or anything, but I really just want to get this out there, you know? Okay. I was watching a YouTube video about Persona Q, and I had this 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 thought entered my head. Persona Q would probably be peak if it had Persona 3 Portable's gameplay and presentation. And I don't know if that's a hot take or not. 
I mean, they're completely different games. So, like, what do you mean when you say that? Because, like, Persona P3P is, like, a, a traditional JRPG, while Persona Q is a, a spinoff of, of Etrian Odyssey, which is, like, a dungeon crawler kind of thing. Yes. So, like... What Persona you, what also used to be a dungeon crawler back when it was just... I mean, yeah, P, was P3 a was, like, yeah. All right. It was, so, yeah. like, if all it, the it, fucking it funny slice of life, not dungeon crawling segments, were just in the virtual, in the in the fucking visual novel, you know, miniature presentation that P3P had, and all the combat was just, you know, regular Persona combat, it would be fucking peak. It'd be incredible. But no, it's Etrian Odyssey, and Etrian Odyssey is already a niche franchise. Okay. Right. Yeah. Intensely niche. So you, you gotta you you gotta have already played those games to like even know what the fuck Etrian Odyssey is. Literally did not hear about <laughs> Etrian Odyssey until I heard about Persona Q, which should which really should tell you just how buried it is. But like imagine Persona Q, but with the P3P gameplay and presentation. It'd be it'd be fucking incredible. Wouldn't fix the story at all, but you know, it'd be incredible. Be way better. I don't. I don't think that Persona Q is a bad game in that regard because, like, it 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 is fun. It is a fun Persona game. I, it, back when uh, when we were talking about Persona Q, I still do think that Persona Q is a good game. It's just boring. Because <laughs> Etrian Odyssey is kind of boring. <laughs> now imagine if it wasn't Etrian Odyssey and it was just Persona Three Portable. All right. Fair. Yeah, that, no, because then it would be way too good. It would be the only Persona game that that people talk about. Like they would have to do, they had to nerf it in some way. Man. <laughs> yeah, right. They had to give it some. We have some to downsides. make it garbage. <laughs> no, but I I guess I do agree with that statement. Then if it had like the visual presentation and gameplay aspects of Persona Three Portable. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I could, I can get down with that. I can get down with that. Speaking of which, we are literally two months exactly because now it's November nineteenth. Two months exactly before peak game content comes. Persona Three Portable, just Persona Four Golden Baby. You know what we do. <laughs> you know how it is. PlayStation, I know you're listening. Put the gifting feature on PS4. All right, so that way I can have like. And Nintendo, I know you're listening. Put the gifting feature on Nintendo Switch so I can gift every single person I know at least one copy of Persona 4 Golden and force them to play it under threat of death. You know, actually, uh, not 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 to like get completely off topic, but I was I was talking about uh, Persona with a few friends, and um, <laughs> one of them made this comparison to SMT that I think is super spot on. Uh, we were talking about uh, like the old Persona games and how like like as much as I like them, as much as I like the stories, they are an absolute pain to play. Um, and like eventually we got to the topic of uh, Shin Megami Tensei. Yeah. And uh, they said uh, they they said I tried out uh, SMT four after playing Persona five, and I didn't really like it. But it is definitely the perfect game for the right group of JRPG nerds. And, like, you know, they're not even wrong about that, like, at all. I feel like SMT is... You you just kind of, like, have to 
enjoy that sort of game in order to like get the most out of it. Because if you're just playing it because it's because it's a part or not a part, but like the reason that Persona exists, you're not gonna you're like. You're not it. gonna like it at all. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta so, be like really into the fucking. Yeah! Oh, I love making fucking demons fight! You gotta be a real fucking, um, <laughs> like, fucking uh, mid-2000s edgelord in that mindset. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. My profile picture is an anime character with a hood and a big sword. Like, <laughs> your PFP has to be either Sephiroth or Advent Children Cloud, or you're not gonna like it, okay? Dude, <laughs> you not part of that group, my brother. You, you if you're are, not, you are it has to be Mickey from Kingdom Hearts with the hood up. All right, <laughs> or else it's not gonna hit for you. And I guess that got me that got me thinking about how, like, before Persona Four Golden and P3P were re-released, Persona is an extremely hard to game to get into. Like, if you think about it, before P4G got re-released, the only ways that you could play it was on the Vita and the the fabled PSTV. Oh, man, the oh, PSTV. Oh, God. I will never get over the fact <laughs> that you recommended me that. Because, like, dead ass, you, you had asked me, like, hey, like, what's the best way to play this game? I'm like, you can get a Vita or you can get one of these. <laughs> and, like... Uh, concerning P3P, the only way to play it was on PSP. You couldn't even play it on Vita because Vitas can't read PSP discs. And I don't think that it was on the on the Vita storefront, but I could be wrong on that. Uh, so like the, the statement that Persona is a very hard game to get into is no longer as true nowadays. Now that we're getting re-releases of the of the later three games. Yeah. But like it, it it's just hard to recommend. It it was it was harder to recommend to someone. Now that you know you got like the what what people consider to be the better persona games, even though Persona 2 is still like my third favorite below yeah. three and four. Yes. Uh that is so fucking based. It's literally <laughs> my order that I gave on the podcast, and you were like grilling me about that. It's like I want to kiss you. You were literally I mean, grilling me about that. That's literally my order. Like in terms of gameplay, like yeah, it goes five, four, three, two, one. But in story, it's three, four, two, five, one. Actually, well, no, yeah, yeah I, I would keep it that way. Yeah, that's my whole ranking. Three, four, three, three, four, two, five. Except one. it's 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 four, three, two, five, one. So you know, because I'm a fucking but, loser who likes Persona Four. You know. As much as I would want people to play those games, and as much as I would like to recommend them, I just can't. <laughs> yeah, that's valid. They're just, they're just too old. Like especially Persona Two Eternal Punishment. Holy shit! Yeah. Like if you're really not in the mood to play a fucking soul crushing JRPG, you're not gonna like that game. Okay. It's a and miracle that is, I played Strange Journey at all. Jesus. The the thing is. That Atlas's work is like I I said this too because we we kept going about uh, this topic and I I eventually told them that the work is cut out for them. PSP versions of Persona One and Two already exist. Given the Persona Two One is only in Japan, but the point is that they already have well, the English work patch did come cut out, out for them. Recently. Yeah, but I mean it wasn't officially released over here in the West. Is what yeah. I mean to say. And like that's 
already done. It, it, like <laughs> they, they, they looked at the at the PSP Persona titles and said, "Hmm, what if we were to do a funny and only port three instead of the other three, like the first three Persona games that already exist on that platform? Huh? Let's yeah. do that." <laughs> so. Uh, I don't. I I will never pretend to understand Atlas. I just it's. I I'll never pretend to understand Atlas because instead of making a, I don't know Persona Six, they'll make a Persona Q Three. <laughs> just make a, just make Persona Four Two. Okay, just do that. Just real quick. No more just Persona a, Five. All right. Persona is a yeah. game is is now a game. Persona Five, at least, is a game where you where you are either a pedophile or you make a character you like into a pedophile. All right. <laughs> Do you like the teacher, the the fortune teller, the journalist, or fucking the doctor? You're gonna make them into a pedo if you romance them. All right. It's, it's Do you like teenage girls, baby? Let me tell you something. <laughs> yeah. So. Those uh, people, I love Persona, man. Oh, Persona's great. Persona's <laughs> great. Just uh, just next time, guys, if you're making Persona 6, cut down on the amount of party members, will you? Please? Like, how many, uh, like, there's been like, tw- there was like, by the, by the end of P5S, there's like 12 Phantom Thieves. That's too many. That's true, yeah, because they count. added, uh, like, got they Joker, added Sophia. And, yeah, uh, Joker, like Ryuji, guy. Morgana, on Yusuke, Makoto, Futaba, Haru, oh, yeah. Akechi, Haru. Kasumi, that's 10. And then you've got Sophia and Zinkichi. That's too many. 12 party members? Yeah, yeah. Are you fucking? There were eight in, in the last one, in the one before this. There were eight. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 what about person with you? You have a Dorkun, Junpei, Takeba, Akihiko, Mitsuru, Fuka. Uh, are Ken and Koromaru next or is Shinji next? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got fucking uh, I guess Ken Koromaru Shinji. That's ten. That's that's too many. All right, ten is a lot. At least in Persona Three, they all serve their own purpose. In Persona Five, there's like a like I, I don't know about you, but like for me, when I when I'm playing Persona Five, uh, like you can basically mix and match each party member to have their own like. To have their own purpose. So, like, that inherently makes it so no one party member has a distinct strength like, outside of their elemental. Very true. Uh, like, Better. you know. Speedrun Hifumi social link, dog. That's what I did. Yeah, at least in Persona 3, every party member has their own role that they play. So, you know. Yeah. And, 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 of course, in Persona 4 as well. Yeah, well, Persona 4, you just got to get the busted party setup of Kanji, Yukiko, Naoto, and the Protag, and you're good. <laughs> I've literally yeah. never deviated from that party setup. I watch YouTube videos. People have a different party setup. I'm like, what are you doing? That's li- It's literally cheat codes, all right? <laughs> like, it's to the point where you can fucking, like, just pre-plan out boss battles. Like, you're just in a repeat cycle of turns. Repeat cycle of turns. All right, we'll use a fucking Rakunda, then we'll use a power charge, then we'll use a mind charge, then we'll do a, a guard or a group heal. All right, and just keep repeating until they die. All right, it's just that simple in P4. You just get into that I rhythm. never understand the people that put Teddy in their parties. I, I, thank you. Thank you. At least Chia has a purpose, but Teddy is fucking useless. Useless. All right. Completely useless. 
<laughs> you could literally get Yosuke or Chia to replace him, and you're perfectly fine. Or the protag can replace him, which he should be. Your protagonist should have a persona that can fit any role. All right. If you're playing the game with a shred of intelligence, okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, quite literally. Anyways, anyways. Let's talk about Stone Ocean batch number three. Finally, Stone it's coming Ocean. out. Two weeks yes. until it comes out. Which doesn't feel real. It's it. Right. Stone Ocean has passed, has simultaneously taken forever to come out and has passed by in a flash. You know, if you want me to be entirely honest, I still have not watched the second batch. What are you doing, nigga? Come it, on. It's just like, I don't care at this point. I'm happy that part six is here, but like, I just. I don't care, man. Netflix has completely dropped the ball. That's true. When it comes That's to Stone true. Ocean, man. That's facts. And like, I just, I just Listen, don't really care. It's like, ending it's in two weeks. I dislike it. It's ending in two weeks, so you have time to watch it. Okay. Right. Yeah. You have. Time. It's not that I dislike it or anything. Uh, I thought that the first batch was fine, but like, I just, <laughs> I don't care. I wasn't on Twitter like freaking out about like the newer like the newest episodes the same way that i was with part five or even part four for that matter i like really you are also no longer a teenager so i mean sure (laughs) but that's not gonna stop me from like having these conversations about these things that i enjoy on that platform and like part four is when i really really got into like when part four was airing that's when i like really got into jojo and like it's just it's not that same experience it's not that same it's it's just yeah. nowhere near the same yeah uh i don't know if you've seen the trailer though the trailer looks fucking dope have i have you seen i have yes have you seen uh seamoon's design yes holy shit yes so sexy finally they're making stone ocean palatable to the mainstream because in my opinion stone ocean was always good but (laughs) no do not lie to us do not sit here and lie on the podcast man i was saying this years ago what are you talking about i was literally (laughs) saying i'm going to beat the fucking life out of your body i'm going to beat you within an inch of your life do you know Uh... this do you understand this i was saying this (laughs) in like the first couple episodes yo Stone Ocean is better than people give it credit for. And it's going to take the anime coming out for people to like Stone Ocean. And look at what's happening. All right. Suck my dick. All right. I got two words for you, buddy. Is the reception on Stone Ocean really warming up? Yes. Yes, it is. Which is a fucking miracle because the manga still fucking blows dick. Like, I I hate that I have to, like actually discuss that with people because they always just assume that it's because I hate women. (laughs) (laughs) Which which is I do! Let's not get that wrong! (laughs) We hate women! (laughs) The American people are tired of women. Tired of women. (laughs) (laughs) It's not because of that. It's just like the manga is just genuinely boring. But you know, if, if, if it took the anime for people to like warm up to stone ocean i think that's entirely fine that's it's because the fine. anime fixes a lot of the pacing issues just like i did with part four the anime made part four way better all right yeah yeah so hey you know which what? is like the the very best thing about jojo if you ask me is that like the anime is just never bad <laughs> yes quite possible the anime is just never bad 
Yep. It's a it's a very good adaptation, a very good fa- a very faithful uh, adaptation, which is really all I can ask for. So faithful, for it, to be good it literally faithful. makes it better. Okay, <laughs> it enhances the experience of JoJo. But uh, I mean, yeah, it, it 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 just is what it is at this point. I'll, I'll I'll get around to it. I just don't really, eh. Like I, I'm not as excited as I hoped I would be for two weeks for Stone Ocean is all two weeks. Yeah, I mean, what are you gonna come on this podcast after you watch the second and third batch? You're gonna be like, you know, Adam, I, Stone Ocean is is really good. And I'll be like, <laughs> yeah, I know, I've known this ever since it was just Mongo. Okay, we Listen, went, um, just blame um, that on um, Araki's um, art style, okay? It was. Wait, are you saying that the? Part six art style was bad because I actually I am it was quite literally decent. saying that Ar- that as Araki's art got better, it literally made less sense. All right. I mean, yeah, I can't deny that much. <laughs> well, like, I can't deny that. Like, I'll be honest. When Araki was just ripping off Fist of the North Star, his his artwork was very easy to understand. And then as it got like like hotter and more theoretical, it's like I don't know what's going on anymore. I got to read this <laughs> chapter three times. All right. It's going back to like the oh sorry no no I just just had to finish a sentence that's all uh, it's uh, I was just gonna make the comment that it's going back to like the like the old days of like Western comics having walls of text <laughs> <laughs> hey man so how else are we gonna learn the truth about you know uh, wonder of you okay you know why Jojolian <laughs> I I partially credit that with the reason why I like Jojolian so much because I had to fucking keep rereading it to know what the fuck was going on. <laughs> All right, so I, I technically ripped through Joe Julian like three times. All right, if you really add it all up, where's my bitch Carrera at, Araki? Where is she? Is she showing back up in part nine? She was fucking hot. She was so fucking nice. I miss her. Anyway. Man, the, the, the stands in, in, in Joe Julian are still so, so hard to understand. <laughs> this stand times. only like... works on a Tuesday when it's overcast, and then when, <laughs> when it's Tuesday and overcast and less than 50 degrees. Then the stand power takes effect, and now you have hands for feet. And the stand <laughs> is actually this charger plug that's in the wall. All right. Oh, yeah. Jojolian is peak, though. Okay. Jojolian is a very I good read. I will. I will agree. Have you I fi- have finished you- it? God damn it. I was going to ask that. He <laughs> just immediately knew. <laughs> I was going to ask, have you gotten any further in it? Still no. God damn it. It's been like this for like a year and a half. Yeah, but like (laughs) from everything that I've read, it's just been good. Like I haven't had any complaints about Joe Jolian. It's just good. (laughs) You refuse to keep reading it. (laughs) It's it's so good that I just don't wanna (laughs) don't wanna read any more of it. Like my friend with Evangelion. It's so good I'm not gonna watch it. (laughs) Instead I'm just gonna watch Darling Franks. Oh ew. At least I'm not out here fronting like that. I that I have read it, so you know. Yeah, right. Not gonna be out here buying fucking uh, to- uh, Toru Higashikata figures, even though you're not even get at that part of the manga. But you know what? I digress. <laughs> I digress. <laughs> so the Game Awards nominees are out. Did you vote? Uh, yes, I have voted. Ooh. I have not gone back for the uh, like the like the daily. No, 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 no. Revoting daily, but yeah. no, I, I voted once and I'm confident in my votes. So, do you want to go through these one by one? 
Sure, why not? We'll, we'll save we'll save game of the year for last. That's the main event. Of course, yeah, that's like the big one. Okay, that's like so the, if you if it's going to be like the most divisive one. Yeah, are you are, you're in the Game Awards Discord, right? Uh, I'm, I I saw that you sent it to me. I didn't actually join it. If you join it and then you go and then you vote and then you vote in in uh, excuse me. Once you finish voting, you can go to this channel called Vote Confirmation, and it sends you a list of all the uh, votes you cast. So. Oh, neat! Hang on, let me let me go take a look at that then. Yes, because I have my my um full list right here. So. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I was just gonna pull up the website, but. Oh, go okay. ahead. That's it's, it's good either way. I just sent you that just because it's uh sure. it was it was way more convenient. So once you're ready. Yeah, I'm I'm good. I'm good to go. Okay. I mean, uh, assuming that we're not going with game of the year first. Um, game of the year's first? last. The first category we have here is, I don't know if it shows the same for you, but uh, Best Game Direction. Now, best I would like to know direction. what you voted. i got to find it because it's in a different order on um, on the server version, so i got to oh, find okay. it. Then, yeah, I mean, we, we can just go off, off your list and then I'll just <laughs> scramble for it. Oh, Best Game Direction. <laughs> okay, I found it. I voted Stray. I, I like Stray. I, yeah, you know what? That that is a very good That is a very good pick. I was stuck in between uh elden ring and stray but i ended up going with elden ring simply because i actually haven't played stray but i i haven't seen anything bad about that game no it's just you're so. literally just playing as a cat that's like literally a, it's a cat game right? <laughs> kitty, kitty yes <laughs> I love kitty. cat all right next up Next up, we got best narrative, and the nominees are Plague Tale Requiem, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, and Immortality. The now, only one of those I, I played like, was God of War, so I had to pick that one. As much as I like Elden Ring, I I, I didn't vote. I, I voted for God of War because <laughs> <laughs> there is no narrative in Elden Ring. Bro. I mean, there is. You got to look for it, the item but like that's not a good narrative. <laughs> yeah, right. So I'm assuming you went with God of War as well, right? Yeah, I did. I did. I I didn't. I didn't yeah. play any of the other ones except for Elden Ring. But like, like I'm not, like I don't know. It's just not a category that that was really strong this year. It's not 2018, okay? So <laughs> yeah. Next up, okay. Uh, next up, we got best art direction with the same nominees except adding the game Scorn. Now, I don't know if you've seen anything about Scorn, but it's a very distinct art style like you a, a lot of people are not going to like it i personally don't like like the I, I personally don't like the art direction that game took i don't really like the grotesque and like kind of gross look the game has going on but i do respect it for being on this list because it it, it is very unique in that sense um i went with elden ring simply because that game introduced a lot of unique uh like unique looks i guess or unique uh designs that we haven't seen in any other FromSoft game and that i was actually very impressed with so uh, my my vote well my vote went to elden ring for this one my vote went to stray stray fair that, that is a completely fair choice Cat. <laughs> yes <laughs> that's all you need to say Quite kitty well. next up <laughs> Next up, we got Best Score in Music, and here we got Plague Tale Requiem, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Metal Hellsinger, and Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Now, I actually did not vote for Elden Ring, and I went with Metal Hellsinger. 
I mentioned that game during the Steam Next Fest, and I was very impressed with it. I haven't picked it up yet, but I am. That is definitely like one of the highest priorities that I have right now. Uh, my vote went to Metal Hellsinger because that game's music. I don't know if you've heard any of it is insane it is so good like it, it it is so good that i you don't even have to like really play the game or understand it to appreciate it like this the music in that game is just yeah, that's not how i operate chief i only vote for games that i've played so i uh I vote <laughs> God of War. Yeah. yeah yeah that's my rule yeah. when i vote when i have like uh, do game award stuff even though votes really don't matter at all uh I just I vote only vote for games I played so that's that's fair I completely understand next up uh, next up we got best audio design with Modern Warfare 2 Elden Ring God of War Ragnarok Gran Turismo 7 and Horizon Forbidden West I didn't really know who to vote for here so I, I just kind of skipped Modern it Warfare. Modern Warfare really yeah yeah oh so you've actually played Modern Warfare then? yes it's, it's Call of Duty uh yeah it's Call of Duty interesting dog. Uh, if I did have to give it to a game, it would I would, might actually be Gran Turismo. Hell yeah! Because um, like uh, it, it's it's Gran Still Turismo. Not played Gran Turismo really. this year yet. So. <laughs> I, I I was wanting to pick it up because it was interesting, but then I saw like all the long yeah all the controversy uh, about the microtransactions and shit. Yeah, yeah. so I, I just I was like mm, I'm valid good. valid. Um, next up we got. Best performance. We got a bunch of different people here that I'm not going to name because I don't know any of these characters or any of these people. So I, again, skipped this one. I voted uh, Sunny Siljic, God of War Ragnarok, because I actually like Atreus in this game way more than in the last one. So. Okay, that's fair. I, I have that, that is another thing I've, I have heard about God of War, though, is that like he actually gets proper character development. Yeah. In oh, okay. in lieu of his fucking dad, you know. Anyway. <laughs> Next category, we got games for impact. We got a memoir blue, as dust flaw, uh, as dust falls, sorry. Uh Citizen Sleeper, Endling Extinction is Forever, Hindsight, and I was a teenage exocolonist. Oh. And I voted for that last one, a teenage exocolonist. Uh not because I've played the game or really know anything about it. Uh, I, I, it's just one of those games that I've seen in passing, and it looks super cool. I just haven't got around to it. So I, I didn't play any of these, was. so I've just voted for, you know, um, a mem like memoir blue. Okay, you know, you know well, what the what the fuck was that last game called again? Teenage. I was a teenage exocolonist. Not I not to be confused that's... with, uh, you know. My life is a teenage robot. <laughs> right. They can't, they gotta make that distinct. Uh, Five o'clock, get a call to go blade at the skate park <laughs> down by the mall. It's but my like mom says I gotta knows. prevent hostile aliens from annihilating us all. I can do this shit all day, nigga. I actually like that show. All right. <laughs> Way before the Rock Man that, episode. Don't think that anyone dislikes Jenny or even that show. Being like, a bitch. Uh, if you are, X- you're a fucking Jay Nyan nigga. God damn. Anyway, next up. She gonna make me act up. Um, sorry. Uh, no, next up, we got uh, best ongoing games and the nominees. You're not gonna are like Apex Legends, Destiny Two, Final Fantasy 14, 
Fortnite and Genshin Impact. We all know that no one is fucking voting for Destiny 2. Why is it on here? Get the bro thought he was on the team. <laughs> like, oh, it's fine. Now um, we got we got like, two two pedo picks on the list this year. All right, Destiny 2 and Genshin <laughs> Impact. Destiny 2 and Genshin, yes sir. Oh yeah, Destiny yes, 2 and Genshin sir. players uniting so that they can you know exploit children. Uh, I voted for Fortnite. God, that's so that's so depressing. Uh, yeah, that, that that's fair. I feel like it's really just a competition between Apex, uh, Final Fantasy, and Fortnite at the moment. And yeah. I feel like it's pretty obvious my vote went to fourteen because yeah, like, of course, as it did last year, <laughs> you know, because uh, that's how it is. Uh, next category, we have best indie game. Now, there's a lot of good indie games here, Wait, and this was very... You know exactly which one I voted for, nigga. Of course. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We got Cult of the Lamb, we got Neon White, Sifu, Stray, and Tunic. So which one did I vote for, Joe? You had to have been Sifu. Like, that's not even that's not even a question. Of course, nigga. Yeah. (laughs) I was I was taught I was I was kind of indecisive. I I didn't really know which one to go with. I had to come back to this one because like I had to sit down and think about it. But I ended up going with Neon White, uh, simply because I want this game to at least get one. (laughs) I want this game to get one award because as you'll see later on, Neon White was basically set up for failure. (laughs) Hey, you know, you we we can't trust the game awards to make good decisions as to what games to nominate. I was there last year when you know they didn't nominate Lost Judgment for anything, but you know, I guess I'll go fuck myself. Uh, yeah, but th- this list is a, a very good list. I mean, Sifu, Stray, Cult of the Lamb, Neon White, Tunic. None of these games are bad. And there's really, like, this one's hard. <laughs> 90 one's fucking five goals. All right, that's what this, this is. very is. hard. Uh, next, we got best mobile game. Uh, I went with Tower of Fantasy because that's the only one that I've actually played. I'm with Marvel oh. Snap because I haven't played any of those mobile games, and that's the one that I'm seeing <laughs> ads for recently, so I figured I'd just vote for it. So you're welcome, yeah. Marvel Snap, I guess. So Yeah, that was a category. Anyways. plays mobile um, games, dude. What a weirdo. Oh, wait, is this a repeat? Oh, no, it is not. It's just that they're a lot of the same games. Uh, next category, <laughs> we got best community support, not to be confused with best ongoing support. Uh, we have <laughs> Apex. Uh, Final Fantasy fourteen, Fortnite, and No Man's Sky. It is crazy seeing No Man's Sky on this list. Yeah, it's but good. I don't know if you've tried. Yeah, I, so yeah. okay, so you, you have. Tried I was it. Yeah, playing No Man's Sky fun. years ago, nigga. What? Yeah, uh, it's it's a fun game, but of course you already know where my vote went to Final Fantasy fourteen. Yeah, and if I had to guess, yours went to Fortnite. Yeah, in terms of best community support, comma presented by Discord. Uh, mine went to, mine went to Fortnite. <laughs> So that's fair. That's fair. Next up. I feel like I feel like it's gonna be between Apex 14 or Fortnite. Because again, those two other games are as much as I root for No Man's Sky, I just don't see it winning, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. Um next up we got ex- innovation and accessibility. Ah yes. We have As Dusk Falls, God of War Ragnarok, Return to Monkey Island, Last of Us Part One, the remake. And the quarry. Um, I haven't played Last of Us Part One, but something that I can definitely commend them for is the accessibility options. There is they're, they're top notch. Like there's no one coming close to them when 
it comes to that. Yeah, that's why I voted for them, even though I didn't play the game. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're, they, they're Naughty they're Dog just, really want Naughty you Dog. to know we are we want disabled people to play our you know mid games. All right. <laughs> And, and you know what? They're kind of based for that. They're kind of based for at least putting them in the game. Our games uh, may be shit, but you know, but at least everyone can play. Them. Yeah, at, at least they're at least they're. We will never game. make another Jack and Daxter, but we will Stop. make sure that a person Stop who's asking. blind can play our shitty games. <laughs> oh. Why do you depress me? Why do you hurt me in these ways? I'm literally just <laughs> saying what Naughty Dog says every day. Okay. <sighs> Blame them, not it me. Hurts. Don't, don't it shoot hurts the don't shoot the blood. messenger, nigga. Okay. Depressed. Next, Next up. up, we got best VR slash AR game. Um, I don't think we really need to discuss who wins this. It's gonna be Among Us. Among Us. Among Us. Among Us. Uh, moving on. Uh, uh, best oh, action gosh. game. We got Bayonetta 3, Modern Warfare 2, Neon White, Sifu, and TMNT Shredder's Revenge. This is what I was referring to when I said that Neon White got set up. Because that game, it, it, it is an action FPS game, but it does not even compare to like what, what the other nominees on this list. Um, my vote went to Bayo 3, of course. That's... <laughs> uh, I, 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 I was thinking about giving it to Sifu, but, you know, it, it, it's Bayo. Uh, I can't pass up Bayo. Understandable. Where'd my vote go, Joe? Definitely Shredder's Revenge. <laughs> Not in a million fucking years. Uh, Sifu. Sifu. Of course. My man. Oh, of course. My man. Of course. Next up, we got Best Action Adventure with... A Playtale Requiem, God of War, Horizon, Stray, and Tunic. I think we both agree on this one for Stray, right? Yes, absolutely. Okay, okay. Cat. <laughs> yeah. That's all. That's all. That is literally all you needed to say. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is all I will say whenever Stray comes <clears throat> up. Is I'll just say cat. Just kitty cat. Next a category we got Elden Ring. Live alive. What's the category called? What's it the is category? best role playing. Oh, I thought I, oh. I thought I said it. No, you just uh. said next up we've got this. I'm like, for what? <laughs> for what, bitch? Uh, best role playing game we have: Elden Ring, Live Alive, Live Alive. I don't know how you pronounce it. Live Alive. It. It's, it's Live Alive. Okay, because I know I know that it's like a remake or like a reboot. It's a re-release of uh, an old NES. I think it was an SNES uh, JRPG. It never got localized. Oh, okay. I never go. I never played this, so that, that's new to me. Um, after Live, Live Alive, we got Pokemon Legends Arceus, uh, Triangle Strategy, which I cannot believe is a real name for a video game. But yeah, that's that on. that that really sounds like an internal dev name, and it had an internal dev logo, the classic Square Enix, you know, basic font logo. Thought I love Square Enix. And then the last game here is Xenoblade Chronicles Three. Uh, my vote went to Elden Ring. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Elden Ring. Mine yeah, went to uh, uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus. Really, Arceus? I mean, Ar- uh, Ar- don't get me wrong. Arceus isn't a bad game. Pokemon hasn't been good since 2010. All right. And speaking <laughs> of, speaking of, Pokemon like, Violet is too off topic. No, it's good. Have you seen all the bugs uh, for in Pokemon Violet? No, I just yes. know that it's out and uh, it's there. 
Dude, so. it is it is very poorly optimized for the one system that it's releasing for. I know you uh, can't uh, see it right now, but I've got both my thumbs up and I'm looking at the sky where the sky is the people at Game Freak. Just good job. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they they changed up the formula, but it cost them literally everything. It caused them it cost the game not even be able to, to be playable. This was but, you know. t- gonna, you're gonna get hit the credits, and it turns out it was developed by fucking Atlas. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> I would explain why it runs so poorly on the Switch. Hey yo, <laughs> Shin Megami Tensei Five. Hit the whip in the. I literally just hit the whip in the name. (laughs) You know, just. Oh man, and they they really got Sifu fucked up in this category of uh, best fighting game. Yeah, right. I don't understand. You know exactly which one I voted for. I don't even think I need to tell you. Yeah, KOF. Of course. Like that's really (laughs) the only. Like I I guess you can. I I guess I can see why people would vote for DNF, but that game has not seen any resurgence like at all since release. Like it. it What a funny joke. I I understand why people could vote for DNF. No, you don't. Shut the fuck up. I mean, sucks. it is an Arxis game. Fell like, off, games no good, community support. But, like, yeah, Nothing. it's just, no one cares at this point. <laughs> and, I mean, the same, the literally the exact same could be said about KOF 15. No, nope. But KOF 15 is KOF at least 15 had a, D- had a DLC pass that dropped, like, last fucking month. But at least it's fun. DNF is just, like, it, it was basically DOA. So, you know. No, because um, DOA is good, actually. They're never making a DOA seven. Yeah, we yeah we need a DOA seven with like a three hundred dollar DLC. After, yes, please. After Milk after the new uh, Path of the Ronin or whatever that game that uh, Team Ninja's making uh, comes out, then maybe we'll get DOA seven. Maybe. Yes. So next uh, up, next up, we got oh, who'd you vote for, nigga? Oh, I voted oh, KOF. Okay, course. good. Okay, I, like there's there's really no other game that, in that category that I would vote for. So you know. yeah, <laughs> no, my bad. I'm voting. I'm voting for multiverses. Am I right? No. <laughs> Next uh, category we have uh, best family game. We have uh, Kirby. We have the Lego Star Wars uh, Skywalker Saga, Ugh. Mario and Rabbids, uh, Nintendo Switch Sports, and Splatoon Three. Uh, my vote went to Splatoon three because Splatoon three uh, is good and it, 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 it's fun. I don't really have anything else to say about it. Yeah, my vote went to Lego Star Wars, and I don't even like that game. So you know what? <laughs> I, I remember you 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 saying that you didn't even like the game. <laughs> Literally through no fault of my own, mind you. Yeah, DMC, but Lego. Uh, next up, we got. Best Sim Strategy Game. I voted for none of these because I am not a strategy I voted for Two Point Campus because I saw ads for it. That's completely fair. Um, I don't really have any... I don't don't have a horse in this race, so... I just just skipped it. Um, Next up, we got Best Sports Racing. Um, I voted for Ollie Ollie World simply because it's an indie game and I want to see indie games succeed, so... I voted for Uh, NBA... it's the only one I knew on that. NBA. <laughs> okay. Only one I knew on that, so. And, I mean, you have, you have F1, FIFA, Gran Turismo, NBA, and Ollie Ollie World. I, again, Ollie Ollie World because I want to see my indie game succeed. I love indie games. Um, but there's not much else to say there. 
Um, next up, we got best multiplayer game, which this will be very interesting to see who wins because if you ask me, none of these games are okay. like that exceptional. Yeah, right. <laughs> in this regard, so um, before before we discuss that though, we got Modern Warfare Two, uh, we got Multiverses, Overwatch Two, Splatoon Three, and TMNT Shredder's Revenge. Yeah, I voted for I multiverses. I would yeah, never okay. I would never vote for Shredder's Revenge to be good in any category. I don't care. Fuck that game. <laughs> it sucks. You want to play a good beat em up? Go play Streets of Rage 4, okay? It's probably cheaper anyway. At this point, yeah, because it's been out for way longer. Like two years. Um I I also gave my vote to multiverses because I just don't want to see Call of Duty win. <laughs> yeah, good. It's probably gonna win. So I mean, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's basically it when it comes to oh hell never mind. Uh, we got we got best uh, debut indie, which we have Cat. Neon White, Norco, Stray, Tunic, and Vampire Survivors. I again voted for Neon White because I want to see that game succeed. Did not get as much as te- uh, as much attention as I wanted it to, but we all know that Stray's gonna win. Cat, <laughs> yes, kitty, <laughs> cat on top. All right. I want to see Kitty. All right. But what kind of Kitty? Next up, uh, best adaptation, uh, Sonic 2 Clears. Yeah, no way. No way. We're vo- we're, we don't even yeah. have to discuss what else is in we the category because it, it doesn't matter. Sonic. Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is so good that it made my little brother cry. And me too, but you know. Sonic 2 just clears. Sonic yeah, 2 clears. Yeah. Next category. Like, although it's very likely Cyberpunk will end up taking it. Uh, uh, Sonic, 2 uh, Sonic 2 is just... Uh, we live in a world where Arcane or Cyberpunk's gonna win, and that shows only those shows were only enjoyed by people who are um, you know, mentally yeah, deficient. Were, uh, who, who, who would not love this children. Um. <laughs> <laughs> my yes, my favorite shows are Arcane and Cyberpunk. How did you know my mom did not hug me? <laughs> oh man. I love I love slander those games. Uh, next up, we got most anticipated game. Uh, we have is the, is it even really a surprise as to which game is going to win this category? It, it's going to be Legend of Zelda. I still voted for RE4. I like, voted even for though Zelda. Final Fantasy 16 is also a good contender. Uh, I, I I do think that Zelda. We have literally heard game. nothing about that game in nearing a year and a half or two years. Last time I heard about Final Fantasy CT was at the PS5 reveal event, and that was over Brother, two years ago. Did you not? Did you not see like any of the trailers that came out? In the no, it is co- no. I've seen what? nothing. None of it. <laughs> nothing. All right. Then I feel like at this point that that's just on you. I don't know what to say. No, nigga, <laughs> they've got to do a better job of advertising. Like n- I mean, I've heard nothing. I have a bunch of people I know personally and I follow on everything and I've that that are like big Final Fantasy heads and I've heard nothing about Final Fantasy 6. I've heard more about Hogwarts Legacy than I heard about Final Fantasy 6. All right. I I heard more about Dragon Quest 12 than I've heard about fucking Final Fantasy 6. Right. The, the the trailer that released a month and a half ago has 2 million views on YouTube, so I don't know. It should have is. more than that, dude. Uh, I mean, 2 million? For a Final Fantasy game? I mean, Final Fantasy is popular, but it is not that popular. It is still like... What about uh, the... Jap- check the trailer on the Squeenix Japan account. How many, how many views does it have there? It probably has even less. Uh, it's, I, like, I, that's I, a problem! You know? Why are I we guess, living in a world where uh, people are more excited for the second half of the Final Fantasy VII remake than they are about fi- the newest installment of Final Fantasy? Let that really sink <laughs> in, really. 
Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll see. Because the next game is up. supposed to be releasing next year, but we'll see. Next up. Um, best esports game? I didn't vote for this one. I just voted for... Uh, I just voted for fucking what? Best esports game? We live in a world where KOF didn't even get nominated for this, by the way. No fighting yeah, games got nominated for best esports athlete or best esports game. Uh, I voted yeah, for will CSGO. They ever? No, they never fucking will. All right. We only ever got one FCC person that ever got nominated for anything esports related. That was Sonic Fox. And that was like three years ago. Like it was a long fucking time ago. The last time. Right, yeah. Like, like, listen, we could skip these, the, the best esports game and esports player categories because the only one that matters is esports event. And I voted for Evo because that's the only Evo, FGC yeah. thing on there. You know, right. It's like the only recognition that fighting games got, like, at all when it comes to esports. <laughs> Listen, the Game Awards will never beat the we don't like fighting games allegations because Jump Force nearly won that the year that it came out. Okay. Oh, God, Jump yeah. Force. Jump yeah. Force. All right. Anyways. <sighs> why do you. Why, why do. Why do like, video games do this, man? <laughs> I don't know. To round things out. To wrap things up, we have game of the year. You're With missing. A, you're missing um, one category. Oh, yeah? You're missing. Uh, you're. Uh, you're missing. Um, what is it? Uh, which one is it? Which one is it? Uh, content creator of the year. Nibel. Why? Why is it, Why is that even like a category? It should just be uh, Nibel is uh, content creator of the year. <laughs> yeah. Right. Because like he's the only actual content creator on that list. All those other people just sit and like talk on Twitch or some shit. I don't fucking yeah. Know. So I'm like yeah. Goes yeah, yeah. to Nibel. Rest Coward. in peace, my man. He's not dead, but like he just. Rip Bozo. This is very bittersweet. It's it's very bittersweet seeing him on that yeah. list. But game of the person. year. The big game one of the year, the the one that everyone is interested in in, in seeing win because there are a lot of good contenders. On the it's not even a, a there. There are a lot of contenders, but there aren't a lot of contenders. We already know which game is going to win game of the year. Okay, I don't know. I feel like I feel like it's mixed. What do you mean have, you don't know? Well, because look, we have a Plague Tale Requiem, we have Elden Ring, we have God of War, uh, Horizon. Stray and Xenoblade Chronicles. If Elden it, Ring it, loses it Game of the Year, I will suck your dick. I will do that. I mean, <laughs> should, no, this yo, isn't a bit. This isn't down. a write bit. This down. is not a bit. This is not a joke. All right, I will do it. I will suck your dick if Elden Ring loses. Okay, because it's gonna take mountains moving for Elden Ring to lose. I didn't even vote for Elden Ring, but you know what? It's it's gonna take God. Jesus himself returning at the game of wars. <laughs> well, I am alive. I have returned my children, you know, for Elden Ring to lose game of the year. Okay. I don't know. God of War is simply way too popular to not at least have a fighting chance. If God of War wins. Okay. If Elden Ring loses, I will suck your dick. But if God of War, but if Elden Ring loses to God of War, I will castrate myself. <laughs> I will get chemically castrated. I'm not cutting my balls off. I mean, I, I feel like it's pretty obvious that my vote went to Elden Ring because yeah, no shit. Elden Ring. Where did now? now can you guess where mine went? Had to have been Stray. Cat. <laughs> you can't see it, but I got double thumbs up looking at the screen right now. Cat. <laughs> Cat. Yes, Kitty. Cat. <laughs> wow, what and... an underwhelming year for video games. 
Honestly, though, it just feels like they just pulled like all of these games like out of a hat and said, "Yeah, Sifu should have been nominated for Game of the Year." Because if it was, I would have, uh, I would have voted for it. Sifu is incredible. Okay, so <laughs> so they would have set my man up though. A hell no. Oh, I mean, yeah. yeah, I feel like I feel like this year was was fine when it comes to Game of the Year nominees. Uh, I feel like way more games released than were like actually put on this list. Because like, yeah. do I even need to remind you of like the entire first third of this year when like a shit ton of games were releasing back to back to back? Yeah, like that, that was an insane beginning of the year. But I remember in February, it was literally KOF, Sifu, and WWE all came out in the same three weeks. So, you know what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just like instead of December being also, the, uh, what a March, snub! Why didn't WWE get nominated for best sports game? What a bunch of fucking cunts! Well, because I mean, I guess they have 2K already on there, so I guess they didn't want to nominate them. 2K WWE 2K is not a part of the same series as w- as NBA 2K. But I mean, uh, it's the same devs. No, it's so, not. Um, yeah, it is. It's 2K. No, it's not. Yeah, but it's it is developed by Vi- no, it's not. It's just called that because that's the year. It's not a made by two K. It's made by Visual Concepts. I swear, I swear that the two K games were made by two K. Or sorry, the the WWE games were made by two K. No, they've just been called that since twenty fourteen. They're published by two K, but they're but they have nothing to do with anything in terms of development. Nothing at all. Because it used to be developed by someone else entirely up to three years ago. Then the developers switched to people who'd already been working on the games since, like, 2013. 2K itself just stamps their name on the box. Like, they have nothing to do with anything. (laughs) They said, yeah, we made this. (laughs) No, no, quite literally, quite literally, nothing at all. Because the people who used to make the WWE games are now making AEW Fight Forever. And that game looks fun. So wait, sorry, who did you say that developed the WWE games? Ukes. They used to develop them, but now they're developed by Visual Concepts. Oh yeah, it, it, it's the same devs, my brother in Christ. It's goddamn it. If you see, you know why I don't know that is because I don't play any sports games. All right. See, <laughs> I'm so far removed from any sports game ever. I don't even know that. See. This I'm actually coming out of this looking better than before. Like, that's how <laughs> awesome I am. My little brother plays pretty much only sports games. And here I am. I have, I know nothing about any of it to the point where I was so violently factually incorrect. That's how good I am. See, I'm so mm-hmm. awesome. Um, um, uh, misinformation. Um, uh, I, I love spreading misinformation. I'm, dude, I'm spreading misinformation so hard because I don't know anything. That's how free I am. You are <laughs> dirty and corrupt. I am not. All right. <laughs> I have to go look at the, uh, at, the, at the category again to see who it was in the ads visual concept. The fact that it wasn't nominated at all is still garbage, though. Because <laughs> it's absolutely better than NBA 2K23. A game that everybody roasted on Twitter for being fucking dookie, and no one had anything to say about bad to say about a you know WWE. So you know what? That that is the sports sports game fan yearly cycle though. It's like, wow, this game sucks. Wait like seven months. Wait, this game's actually kind of good, and then they get the new two K, and it's like, wow, this game sucks. It's just a constant cycle. Yeah, well, you know what? 
<laughs> Damn. Fucking Game Awards. So they we're already well over two hours, but I do have some stuff to talk about real quick because technically tonight is pay-per-view night. Mm-hmm. Tonight is full gear. Okay. And I'm Wait, just gonna what, run what does this mean? Uh <laughs> AEW only has uh four, but this year they had five pay-per-views. Uh so like pay-per-view night is a very special night, okay. Last pay-per-view okay. they had was all out and you know everything went to shit after all out ended, so uh, I'm just going to run through gotcha. the card real quick and uh, give my predictions with, with uh, you know, just being a little vaguer than usual. Uh, I might staple uh, onto the end of the pod just a little discussion because after it's because it's going to happen tonight on Saturday night. So uh, I, I might do that, but I might not. Who knows? Uh, but right now let's, we're going to go through the card. So um, discussing the matches that are going to be on the buy in the, the zero hour, as it's called now. Uh, we got Brian Cage versus Ricky Starks in the World Title Eliminator Tournament semifinals. Uh, I've got Ricky Starks because you know Ricky Starks is, is special to me. Honestly, he is like the the modern version of The Rock. I know he gets that comparison a lot, but you know it, it really does fit the hair, the skin, the eyes, the mannerisms. It all it all fits. So I, I'm really hoping Ricky Starks wins and we can get a. Ricky Starks versus MJF feud because I I also do think MJF's going to win the title, but we're going to talk about that in a minute. Um, yeah. So moving on, we've got uh, the best friends with uh, Rocky Romero and what they call is a very nice, very evil uh, partner, but we know it's Danhausen. Danhausen has been on dark, and it seems like he's going to be turning go- or going not turning heel necessarily, but going back to his like darker personality. So. Uh, it's it's best friends in Danhausen with Rocky Romero versus QT Marshall in the factory. I'm thinking that the best friends are going to win because I fucking hate QT Marshall in the factory. The only good thing about QT Marshall is that he has Diamond Dallas Page's move. So fuck that guy. Um, next up, we've got Sting and Darby Allen versus Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett, aka the Total Nonstop Action Faction. I want Sting and Darby Allen to win because I don't like. Okay, uh, here's the thing. I do like Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett, but. I, I am a traumatized ex-TNA fan. I want them to, to have nothing to do with this, okay? We got Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett on Dynamite every fucking week, okay? But we can't get Rio and Willow Nightingale versus Emi Sakura and Mesa Ruga on fucking, at the very least, Rampage. No, that's on the free YouTube show for some fucking reason. Anyway, next up, <laughs> we got Jungle Boy Jack Perry and Luchasaurus in a steel cage match with Christian at ringside on Luchasaurus' uh, behalf. Uh, gotta be, gotta be Jungle Boy because he has not had a win in a while. He's been getting his ass beat in this feud and we're just waiting for Christian to come back because he's injured right now. So I'm, I'm going with Jungle Boy. He really needs it and the crowd loves him and they always have. Next up, we got Dr. Britt Baker, DMD versus Soraya. Um, even though this is Soraya's first match in the company, uh, Soraya formerly known as Paige, of course, uh, and her first match after, you know, suffering that career ending neck injury. Uh, I gotta go for Britt because as much as shit as I give Britt Baker for being, you know, mid uh, and basically being chronically online and carrying that into her promos, like, I gotta defend my AEW originals, you know what I mean? And we can't have Soraya coming in here saying that she's better and calling everyone else small time and having her walk out of this match victorious. This has to go to Britt Baker. This is the one time that I will let Tony Khan twerk for Britt and get away with it, okay? Next up on the card, we got a TNT champion, the TNT title match featuring Samoa Joe 
Wardlow and Powerhouse Hobbs. The big meaty men slapping meat match. All right. It's going to be great. A lot of chops, suplexes, bombs, and submissions. All right. A bunch of big, muscular, sweaty dudes beating the shit out of each other. Um, I'm hoping Wardlow retains. I think he needs this victory to look uh, strong because his momentum is very much cooled off because, as everyone knows, as I've covered on this podcast, after Double or Nothing, he kind of went nowhere. He kind of got overshadowed by uh, Punk winning the belt and by Max being Max and being a huge cunt. You know what I mean? But Max is back, and we're going to talk about him later on when I talk about the main event. But Wardlow needs to retain, and him and Hobbs need to have a feud. Or Hobbs needs to win, and him and Wardlow need to be in a, in a program because that would be incredibly fun. Next up, we got an ROH World Championship match, a fatal four-way featuring the American Dragon, Brian Danielson, The Ocho, Chris Jericho, Claudio Castagnoli, formerly known as Cesaro, and Sammy Guevara. Who do I have to win this match? Here's my thing. I think that I, I really want Brian to win, but I think that Jericho's going to win because Jericho never, you know, uh, or I shouldn't say never, but, you know, it's really rare for Jericho to put someone over on a pay-per-view, especially when it's, you know, a title match and he's the front and center character of this fucking storyline of the JAS versus the BCC. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm tired of it. Okay. I'm tired of it. Please, Jericho, lose. Let, give, let's let Brian Danielson win a big match for once. Okay. Please. I'm tired of watching this nigga lose. Wait, no way. It's been like almost a year. Over a year. Like... Over a year. And all of the big matches, all the big title matches, Danielson has lost. And I understand Bruh. we don't want Bruh. Danielson to, to, to win because we're telling the Daniel Garcia storyline. Okay. But listen, I need to see this. What I think is going to happen is that Claudio and Danielson are going to end up fighting and Jericho's going to try to finger poke Sammy and Sammy's not going to take it. And he's going to end up leaving the fucking JS. Okay. But just please let Danielson win this. Let him have a time with the ROH, but let him hold it till next month where he can drop it to Daniel Garcia at ring of honor, final battle. And Daniel Garcia can finally get his big moment. Okay. But fuck me, please let Danielson win, please. Come on, man. Fuck. Anyway, next up, TBS title match: Jade Cargill versus Nyla Rose. It's it's got to be Jade. Listen, um, this these two women's matches that are on this card are not what I would have booked in any way, like not at all. Or three women's matches, I should say. We got three women's matches on the card. Um, I would not have booked Jade versus Nyla. This has been a really boring feud, a really nothing feud. And Jade's got to retain because if Jade loses to Nyla, it's going to make her look like a fucking joke. And that's against the mission of what Jade's been doing for the past almost two years. All right. Oh, hell no. Completely undefeated. Uh, next up, a trios title match. We've got the death triangle of Ray Phoenix, Penta El Cero Miedo, and Pac versus the returning elite, the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. It's got to be the Bucks and Kenny, okay? They've got to win. Because we gotta we gotta get a good follow-up on the whole delete the elite storyline. Okay, they never should have been stripped of the titles in the first place. The whole all-out situation was a whole, was all CM Punk's fault. Okay, and that nigga's gone. Rip Bozo, go fuck yourself. Rip Phil. Bozo, for real. <laughs> Rip Bozo, go fuck yourself. I wish I was a John Cena fan instead. All right. I've already gone Alas. through my feelings on that. So yeah, just, here we the are. elite need to win. <laughs> I think everybody in this match is a fucking god-tier wrestler, but Pac needs to try to cheat. And it needs to split up the Death Triangle. The Lucha Brothers don't have to split up, but Pac needs to split away from them, okay? <laughs> Next up, we've got the acclaimed Scissor Me, Daddy Ass, versus Swerve in Our Glory of Swerve, Swerve uh, Strickland and Keith Lee. I think that 
Swerve's heel turn is going to be fully solidified in this match. And I think it's going to cause an issue between him and Keith Lee, which is going to allow the acclaim to win since Anthony Bullens is currently experiencing a storyline injury. Um, I think that's the direction they need to go because I don't see any other direction. That would give uh, Keith Lee and Swerve a good, you know, feud to have, you know, as a tag team that got split apart because of Swerve's actions. That's a free storyline. Okay. And the acclaimed can keep their titles and move on, you know, to bigger and better things. I don't think they should lose to FTR. Get FTR out of here. I have information that will lead to the arrest of Dax Harwood. Get, go away. Um, <laughs> next up, we've got the AEW Interim Women's Championship match of Tony Storm versus Jamie Hayter. Now, I mentioned with the TBS title match that I wouldn't have booked any of these women's matches like this. And especially this one. Uh, when Chris Statlander got injured, she was the most likely person to dethrone Jade as the TBS champion because Jade was undefeated. Uh, she still is. Um but ever since she got injured, people were looking at Jamie Hayter. And Jamie Hayter's uh, momentum, she's been on fire. She's white hot right now. Like, she's a heel, but she's getting big crowd cheers and big crowd reactions because people want her to win. They like her look. They like her personality. They like everything about her, okay? And I would have put Jamie Hayter in the TBS title match and had Jade lose to Jamie. But I don't – but, you know, that that's obviously too late to happen. So now we've got her versus Tony Storm. And it's a real interesting booking situation because Tony Storm has been on Dynamite pretty much every week since she's won the title, defending it. And if not on Dynamite, then on Rampage, but mostly on Wednesday Night Dynamite, okay? Which is very important because the women's division needed a, sen- a fucking senzu bean, all right? And it was Tony Storm <laughs> who was that fucking senzu bean, all right? But would I necessarily have her drop the title to Jamie Hayter? I don't think so, especially considering the comments she made earlier about uh, this week about how she should you know, theoretically be the undisputed women's champion since Thunder Rosa is, isn't going to be back for a long ass time and should be stripped. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but who to pick? I'm going to pick Jamie just cause I think it would be, it would finally give her the push that she needs that the fans have been asking for. And we can just have Tony storm, you know, engage in other feuds and bring up the women's division by just having good matches that don't necessarily need a belt. And last but not least, We've got the big one, the world championship match, John Moxley, current reigning champion, and honestly, the ace of the company versus MJF. Uh, I'm going with Max on this one, not because I necessarily like Max more than Mox. I just think that it's going to be the best for the company. It's going to draw a lot of eyes to the product. It's going to make a lot of, you know, Fed fans upset uh, because fuck those guys. And Max totally signed a contract (laughs) extension. Like, one of my tweets got featured in an article earlier this week because I said exactly that. Because this past Wednesday after Dynamite went off the air, he cut a promo to the fans where he really put over how much of an impact Tony Khan has had on the business, which you wouldn't say if you still hated the guy. All right. So I, I really do think he signed the contract extension. And I think in my heart of hearts that if he wins now, he's not going to drop the belt by the end of next year because I think they're going to do like a money in the bank 2011 kind of thing where you don't know if the champion still works for the company anymore. And I think that it would be really nice if they ended the new, the, the Christmas dynamite with max retaining the belt and then started the 2024 new year's dynamite with him losing the belt to Wardlow. That would be really poetic and really nice. Um, But I'm going with max on this one. That's the full card. Oh, also, the new match that was added after Rampage went off the other night, Eddie Kingston versus Jun Akiyama. I honestly don't care who wins that match because it's it's 
just Eddie Kingston's dream match to wrestle. And whatever outcome, I'm going to be happy just because I know it makes him happy. So, um, yeah, that's <laughs> that's that is all I got for wrestling this week. It's it's going to be a very interesting pay per view tomorrow. I'm going to watch the fucking shit out of it with my little brother. We're going to have a good ass fucking time. All right. So, wow. Hell yeah. God damn, I love no. wrestling. <laughs> and hey, listen, if you're watching this show and you don't have cable, which makes sense, um, go on YouTube. All right, let me pull this up myself just so I can get this for everybody. Uh, this is free, by the way. YouTube is fucking free. All right, so to the surprise of many. All right, go on YouTube. Go on the AEW YouTube channel, okay? You're going to go to what is right now um, four days ago, all right, to Dark Elevation, all right? It's going to be nine matches, Ty Mello, Daniel Garcia, Matt Hardy, and Private Party. You know what I mean? All right, and you're going to go to the comments to find the timestamps, like I'm doing right now, which why my comments don't aren't sorting by times by a uh, fucking, you know, where the timestamps are is weird. But you're going to go and you're going to skip to fucking. What is this timestamp? 39 minutes on the dot. And you're going to watch the whole main event. All right, because it's a great Joshi match that should have been on cable TV, but wasn't. All right. Even Emmy Sakura liked my tweet about it. So that's how you know that I'm right. <laughs> but that's all I got in terms of wrestling and that's all I got in terms of anything else this week so yeah I mean shit I don't think that either me or you can complain it's been pretty juicy it's yeah. pretty, pretty juicy pretty meaty just episode. like your fucking ass dude <sighs> I'm gonna go kill I mean, myself excuse me I mean I mean <laughs> Twirling, twirling my hair right now. You <laughs> I can, I can feel your feet swinging. Swizzy, you know? <laughs> like kicking in the air. Yeah, right. <laughs> like see that video, that TikTok video of that girl who was like, "Hey, Dad, put your clasp your hands together, put up, put your foot up," and then she was like, "Ooh, that was really funny." <laughs> yeah, it's like that. All right. So, I want to thank everybody for tuning in to this podcast yet again. Uh, you guys are the best. You guys are the reason why we keep doing this. I love each and every single one of you. Joe, send the people home happy. Yeah, I mean, I'll give you sloppy top. I, uh, um, um, uh, 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 what I meant to say was thanks. I love you all. Thanks for stopping by for another week of us weirdos on the internet rambling about their certain interests for that week. And uh, I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day. Mwah. That was especially for you. Okay, we're a go. Hello, everybody. Welcome to After the Credits Have Rolled. Uh, I'm Adam, and I'm recording this at 1.07 a.m. on the 20th. That's the day that this is supposed to air. Um, Full Gear was last night. It ended about two hours ago. I spend an hour after the show ended watching the post-show press scrum that AEW usually does. Then I went and took care of some personal business. And now, uh, before I go to sleep and, you know, finish editing this, um, I want to give my thoughts on full gear because I gave my predictions on the show. 
Um, I'm not going to go back and review what mine were just so I can have the same surprise, you know, that you guys are going to have uh, listening in on the show, hopefully. So let's take a gander at what we got. So going through the zero hour stuff, I chose not to pick a preferred winner for Eddie Kingston and Jun Akiyama because I didn't really care because I got to watch Eddie Kingston live his dream. And that's exactly what he did. It was an incredible match. I love me some Japanese strong style, some Kings Road style. You know what I mean? Um, and Eddie won. It was really beautiful. And he had this cute little uh, post-match promo. You know what I mean? It was really nice. Eddie Kingston's the man. Uh, put a title on him soon, Tony. I love him. We had uh, the other two zero-hour matches that I was completely correct on, which is Ricky Starks beat Brian Cage, and he's going to face Ethan Page uh, next week on Dynamite uh, in the World Championship Eliminator Tournament. And then the best friends with Rocky Romero and uh, now uh, Dark Danhausen, or darker than he usually is, Danhausen, versus QT Marshall in the factory. Best friends won, thank God. Uh QT Marshall and the Factory are the last remaining remnants of the Codyverse, and I'm very tired of them at this point. We had Jungle Boy Jack Perry and Luchasaurus in a steel cage match. Jungle Boy won. This was an incredible match. Um, my brother and I were going crazy, specifically at the point where Jungle Boy elbow dropped uh, Luchasaurus through a table from off the top of the cage. What a wild spot. Jungle Boy's the fucking man, dude. Uh, this was an incredibly fun match. I called Jungle Boy for winner, and that's exactly what happened, so thank God. Next up on the card, we had the Death Triangle of Ray Fenix, Penta Osero Miedo, and Pac versus the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, a.k.a. the Elite. Um, I had the Elite as my booked winner for the match, but that's not what happened. Uh, the Death Triangle won, and uh, the Elite and uh, Death Triangle are going to be having a best-of-seven series uh, for the next uh, few Dynamites straight, except for the... Uh, January 4th Dynamite, I think uh, those guys are going to be working the Tokyo Dome for Wrestle Kingdom, but <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, uh, the Death Triangle won, and it was a very fun, very entertaining match. It's the Bucks and Kenny versus the Death Triangle. You know it's going to be a spot fest, but man, this was so fucking fun, and I had such an incredible time watching this. Um, it was really hard to believe that this match was that much better than the last one they had. I don't I don't know if this was um, exactly next on the card, but I think it was. But um, we're going to look at the Ring of Honor fatal four way match of Brian Danielson, Chris Jericho, Caldeo Castagnoli and Sammy Guevara. Um, and unfortunately, um, Brian Danielson did not win as I had wanted him to. Uh, Chris Jericho retained. And uh, it's. Yet another week of watching Brian Danielson lose the big one. So at this point, am I even, is it even worth it to be mad? You know, is it even worth it to complain? They will never give Brian Danielson a world title in this fucking company ever. I swear to God. After that, uh, let's take a look at the two women's matches. We've got Jade Cargill and Nyla Rose for the TBS title. Jade retains. That's all good. Um, I had Jade down to win this one, and that was what happened. So good. Um, Tony, hey, listen, um, because of the outcome of the women's match, uh, and because Chris Statlander's out, can you have Willow break the streak at winter is coming? That'd be nice. Just, you know, one, one to two week story and just have Jade lose. Uh, I, I think that, that her reign, her undefeated streak, which has lasted for nearly two years at this point, um, almost to the day, actually. 
is sort of winding to its natural close. I don't think it really has that many more legs left on it um, after this really silly feud. It was cool that Nyla Rose got to ride in the Eddie Guerrero lowrider, though, and that uh, Vicky Guerrero was wearing the Rhea Ripley I'm Your Mommy shirt. That was really nice. Next up for the women, we have Dr. Britt Baker DMD versus Soraya. Um, I'd wanted Britt to win this, which is very rare for me, considering I'm a number one OD Britt Baker hater. But Soraya won um, in what I thought was an okay-ish match. Uh, you could tell Soraya was very rusty. Um but I don't think that it's going to remain this way for long. Uh, this match wasn't my favorite of the night. It was actually my least favorite of the night, but I just I just think it could have used some work. So, unfortunate, but it is what it is. Okay, next up, we have the TNT title match of Samoa Joe versus Wardlow versus Hobbs. And Samoa Joe got the title for some reason. I had Wardlow set to win, but I don't know what motivated Tony Khan to book that match that way. It wasn't, it was a fine match, but uh, okay, I guess. <laughs> Next match, we have Sting and Darby Allen versus Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett, the TNA faction, as I call them, the total nonstop action faction. And I had Lethal and Allen, uh, not Lethal and Allen, uh, Sting and Allen set to win and Sting and Allen won. Thank God. Um, I mean, what else is there to say? This match was really fun, even though I am a traumatized, traumatized, excuse me, XTNA fan. Um, this match was still a lot of fun to watch. Satnam Singh was kind of crazy in this match, and so was Sting. Sting is sixty three years old, still diving off of shit, and Satnam just switching Darby Allen up and just throwing his ass around and hit, getting hit with the Scorpion Death Drop. It was really fun. All right, next up we have the women's world title match of Tony Storm versus Jamie Hader, and thank God. Tony Khan came to his senses, and Jamie Hader won, like I predicted. Thank God. Um, holy shit. I don't even know what else to say. I was literally, like, losing my mind over this match. It was that good. You know, all the near falls and hitting finishers, and it was, it was, it was, it was, all the near falls and false finishes really had me on the edge of my seat for this one. It was incredible. Um, and this was almost uh, my match of the night, if not for the next match we're going to talk about. Um, it was that good. And finally, Jamie Hader has the title. Um, she's bringing some much-needed prestige and love of the AEW Originals to the AEW Women's Division. So, uh, thank you. And I hope to see where her run goes from here. Hopefully, she can turn on Britt and, uh, you know, they can have a feud and Britt can get packed off and, you know, we can move on. But I'm, I'm really excited for uh, Jamie Hader's championship reign. Next up, we have my match of the night and the semi-final match on the card. The Acclaimed versus Swerve in Our Glory for the AEW Tag Team Titles. Um, I will admit, this is not as good as their all-out match, but it was still really fun. I did feel genuinely concerned for Anthony Bowens and his injury throughout this match, which was great. Um, watching the Swerve in Our Glory breakup was really nice. Swerve slapped Keith Lee, and I was like, oh, damn, this dude's about to get fucking murdered. But, you know, Keith Lee showed some restraint and didn't. But it was really, really fun, uh, this match. And I, 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 I really bought into it and went along with it. And it was it was really fun. And I had the acclaimed book to win, and that's exactly what happened. So thank God. Their reign is continuing. They are the, still the number one most over tag team in the company. And uh, I don't see them losing these belts anytime soon because – they are making the division better by focusing on original homegrown AEW talent. And um, their their act hasn't gotten old yet. You know, like 
Moving on, we have our final match, our main event. And just as I predicted, MJF won. MJF is the new AEW World Champion. He beat John Moxley. William Regal turned on Mox, and it looks like the Blackpool Combat Club is up because Danielson also turned on Claudio. Um, it was it was certainly something. It was certainly something. Uh, I love this match. This match was really fun. wasn't my favorite match of the night, um, but it was very good. Uh, I, I I will give it that. Yeah, Max is now the champion, and uh, it is pretty corny, no pun intended, that he was qu- fucking quoting Jim Cornette at the press scrum. That's fucking stupid. Fuck you. Uh, that's not cool. God damn it, Max. But hey, we I, we all know he signed that fucking extension, okay? I talked about it earlier in the show, and like it's pretty much very clear at this point. Dude put pen to paper. Dude signed a fucking extension, and now we're just going to get Money in the Bank 2, all right? That's what we're getting, okay? Money in the Bank 2011 too. So I'm excited to see where this goes from here. Um, I can't wait to talk to you guys on the next episode about what goes on in the Dynamite this very week. So with that out of the way and with that all set and taken care of, um, thank you for listening, uh, especially if you stayed after the credits. You're a real fucking G for that. And yeah, thank you for supporting the podcast. You all make this worth doing. I love each and every one of you, and thank you for listening. Have a great rest of your day. Yeah, fuck it, fuck it.